Beneath the quiet fishing town of Otari, something sinister has awoken. The sorceress Belcora Harovex, destroyed nearly 500 years ago by the Rose Guard, has returned. Her spirit will not rest until it finishes what she started so long ago. The destruction of Absalom, and with it, Otari. A band of heroes have united to answer the call, delving beneath the mysterious lighthouse known as the Gauntlet. Together, they discovered a dungeon that Belcora called the Abomination Vaults, originating from a site where their outer goddess Nimbaloth once brushed against this world. During their adventures, the heroes have managed to dispatch cults dedicated to the Ghost Queen, the self-appointed guardian of the lighthouse named Volok, a flesh warper conducting strange experiments in his laboratory named Jafaki, and most recently, a contract devil named Yorevian, general to Belcora's armies, now sent back to the Nine Hells. With the pathway cleared, the heroes of Atari must take up their weapons one last time, descend down into the lowest levels of the Abomination Vaults, and face off against Belcora once and for all, hoping to find a way to put an end to her vengeful quest. Will the heroes succeed in their task, or will they, like so many before them, finally succumb to the eyes of empty death. And we're back. Okay. The camera fades in as we see the devastation left in Belcora's wake. Wounded drow being tended to by the rest of the outpost comes into focus. Many are left wounded. A small collection of bodies, lying completely still, lie along one wall. The corpses each, with their arms folded, clutching a sword lying against their chest. Each dressed in the ceremonial black garb. Clathor and Basre tend to these bodies, preparing them for a traditional burial within the fungus patches outside the outpost. The body of Falxi here, lying still, makes it hard to turn your eyes away. I guess he'd be pretty unrecognizable because he got charred pretty good. <laughs> Quara moves about the out. Yeah, Quara moving about the outpost is putting on her brave face and a smile as she speaks to her people. Her bodyguard, Salesa, stands near her, a stern look that doesn't seem to go away. As your group, the heroes of Otari, move through here, you can hear the whispers in Undercommon amongst some of the drow. She only came because of them. Why does Quara not send them away? 
There is a bit of murmur and agreement, but another voice cuts across the group. We knew our freedom would come at price. These warriors gave their lives for our people with honor. Do not mock their death. They are speaking loud enough to catch Quara's ear, who turns her attention toward the commotion. Many of those previously speaking up in agreement look away sheepishly. Quara makes her way over, smiling in your group's direction. My people, when we chose, and you see her stop and stops herself for a moment, thinking, there's a, there's a fleeting moment here where you can tell she catches herself thinking before she stops and starts again. No. When I chose to stand with these four against Belcora, I did so knowing that it would not be safe. Yet these heroes stood up to her. Did you all notice her flee? In all our times here in these hunting grounds, who can recall a tale of Belcora running away? Never. She shakes her head. And yet here we stand now in unprecedented times. The demise of the Ghost Queen is at hand. We will not be forced to live under her thumb any longer. You know the stories. Our ancestors called these lands home long before she showed up. And when she is gone, our ancestors will look back upon us and tell the stories of how we gave these lands back to them. How heroic those who died tonight were. Their names will not be lost, not be forgotten. So long as we continue the fight and finish what we have started. And as she's saying this, the energy in the room is kind of shifting a bit. You can feel the people like listening into their queen, but many in the crowd still look scared and unsure, feeling this sort of tension in the air. She turns to your group and raises one eyebrow. Listen, don't take it from me. Let's hear it from those who chase the gold screen from our doorstep. Tell us, heroes of Otari, what do you think of what happened here? And she looks in your guys' direction, hoping for some sort of support. Well, of course, uh, Nilara hit her, and 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 uh, Mukta hit her, and uh, Clovis hit her, and I hit in the corner. But that's okay. Uh, we're going to get the dragon and get the lenses, and we're going to go down and get rid of her once and for all. That is what's going to happen. Um, the whole like group sort of like listens to you talk, and Quara looks at you and says, "Listen to your champions, for they." will set us free. And if possible, Hal, can you do a make an impression check for me? Because you're trying to like win over this group of allies and, and hopefully assuade them to not be so scared. Okay. I get to use performance for it because I have group impression. Uh, okay. also, and I'm not playing my loot, but I will roll anyways. That is a 39. 
Wow, nice. 39. Oh. That is really good. Nice. So in this case, a 39 in this check is what is called a critical success. Hey. So as they do this, uh, the drow, uh, the, 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 between your words of encouragement, your show of strength, Quara's sort of speech, the tide turns. The people are fully on board. Even those that are like really resistant get swayed over. And the whole part, the whole city of Yildaris kind of rallies behind you guys. And immediately they start basically coming up with a plan to help and arranging themselves. We have volunteers that are going to form search parties to head out into the caverns to sort of help cover ground and, and, you know, depending on what you guys choose to do next, they will send scouts in other places. So, for instance, if you guys are going to go straight for the Dragon's Den, then they can send some scouts out to maybe search for the Lost Lens on the lake or something like that. So, they, they're they rallying. You've got... Oh, so basically, uh, yeah, they they you've got Drow willing to not only support you in spirit, but physically put themselves in harm's way to help you guys going forward, which should help you in the next part and that's all thanks to the critical success so that's cool so all right how yeah. let's go nice so uh even even then with that sort of like um thing quara it's such a success with the critical success quara offers to lead an expedition for you as well um and, and take the people out up to you if you wanted to go um so what what quara kind of says as as this thing is like choose where you plan to go the dragon's lair or the Erdofen Keep. If the dragon truly has the lens, it may have been the one my father dropped after all. But alas, I fear only your group may be strong enough to face the dragon. We would only be in your way. I will lead an expedition to retrace my father's footsteps and see if I can find the lens. All right, so we go to the dragon. Right there, everybody? We're going to the dragon. Yes. That yes. is not a yep. that's not a burden that we would want to put on you. Plus I think you have a blood debt that you are eager to pay, yes. And you all might die if you try it with the dragon. I that's you probably shouldn't tell them that to their faces, no matter. <laughs> what? I'm just being honest. Oh, Oxy, it, our know, strongest okay, warrior okay. is already defeated. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. Most of them don't understand you anyway. So. I mean, Bill Cora <laughs> came in there and whoopty dooed us to shit. Who knows what else she has? This drag- I think we did pretty good against her, honestly. Well, I are mean, you sure? We got a good few hits. We got a good couple hits. <laughs> I mean, compared to that first time she showed up, like, yeah. we were all going to die, and then she just cackled and left. This time we actually got some hits on her. So I think we take our victories where they That's are. true, that's true, but yes, yeah, still, you are the queen and these people wouldn't survive if they lost their queen, so I think the elephants would be the best course of action for you. The elephants. I love it. <laughs> to the nearest drow warriors, I'm going to say another comment. Uh, my friend here was saying that you would easily slay the dragon but we we would like that honor ourselves <clears throat> we will allow the heroes of Atari to 
do their hero thing. We'll go check out the lake. <laughs> Natural 20 diplomacy oh. check. With a negative three. <laughs> yeah, because of the stupefied. <laughs> it's stupefied. Stupefied. Oh, yes, please don't die. <laughs> don't do anyone any good. Yeah, we don't plan to die. Uh, so that allows you guys to um, to prepare for the dragon. So they basically they will send one person to lead you to the, you know, outside of the dragon slayer through the mushroom forest. So take a minute and discuss strategy, plans, any spells you need to prep, anything you guys need to do before we head out. Now's the time. Uh, Clovis, were you going to uh, make Nalara smarter before we get in there? I think we should try. I, I think so, too. At least before we finish our rest, maybe, you know, so. Yep, I agree. Right. You, I mean, no, no offense, Nalara, but... Uh, what do we need to do? No well, offense on what? Check on Did, no, no, no. Nothing. We, there's a spell that we talked about like a couple weeks ago that fixes the problem, right? You had to prepare the spell as part of your daily preparations if you wanted to yep, remove was, it. Yep. I know we talked about it. What was the spell again? I believe it was restoration. I think I did. I was getting ready to fight the... And that was a third level or second level spell? I don't remember. It was second, I believe. Yep, it is. No, it is. This dragon is probably going to be like that lake dragon that we fought before. But bigger? Second level spell. Bigger. Yep. So, and this would do, this would give her two, right? So if I prepared two restorations, I could actually maybe get her back to normal. Yep. Yeah, which is what I'll do. Well, you I know just we have talked to about it, but. Prepare it and then cast it twice. Yeah. Um, well, I have to prepare well, no, that's it not twice. how it works with druids. No way. Yeah, Ooh. Druids, I got to prepare it twice. Um, once I cast a spell, it's done. Yeah, that's right. Unless it's a cantrip, so. Would, okay. that, would that put you at a severe disadvantage at for the dragon? No. no. Uh, it's a second level spell, so I think uh, you guys will... You guys are the fighters. I'll throw some stuff at it. Right, I'm not I'm not sure, but I mean... Actually, no, I have a pretty good idea about second level spells now. Hey! <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm a master. I'll throw some acid on it. <laughs> seeing as how I'm a master in the arcane now. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Okay. So if you would like to cast in those restorations, yeah, I mean, I'm look reading it. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a counteract check. I think it just happens. So yeah, that's what it looks like. Yep. So by uh, reducing a condition, you can reduce the stupefied condition by two for each casting. So that reduces new Lara stupefied by four and you're back to your charming self. Oh, I was going to tell Quora how attractive she was. Thank you, Clovis. Uh you already oh, did. That would not have been. I good. did. Well, that could maybe go in my. Then, mind. then you asked her if she wanted to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, you went like this again. I did. Yes. I, I don't think that's how it works. Clovis went. Never mind. No, but that's what she did. That's I what will she, say too. Like, she as you have the superfight condition removed from you, you kind of start to feel like this constant paranoia that something was always watching you in the room you're in like you just felt yourself constantly like checking corners of the room even more than usual and uh that kind of like is with this weight is lifted off your shoulders and you realize Ugh. the paranoia that you had 
I was waiting for voices to come in again, but they didn't come. Mm. Thank you. Welcome back. I am glad you are back with us. Very cool. So, any last minute preparations you guys need to talk about? At some point during the night, I'm going to try to sneak up to Nulara and go, Nulara! (laughs) I'm going to pull out my sword. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's, That's fucked up. Okay. (laughs) What happens when the dragon flies? Uh, I mean, we're we're underground, so it's not like yes, wide open skies. So it's. I mean, it can be a bit of a problem in the desert uh, with uh, vast expanses and no place to hide. But if you have caverns, it's. It's still a fucking dragon, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would Should say. Should we worry about um, clumping up? Should we scatter out ourselves once we get into its lair? I will be in the back. I think so. I think uh, I'll be in the back with you too, Hal. If I could, I don't know. It'd be ideal if I could get in some sort of position <laughs> mm. ahead of the fight, but from afar? That, nev- that that never works out. From afar, from a, a, a far corner or something, you know. Yeah, unless I go in there first, I can throw a fireball at it. I'm sure that would kill it. Maybe, maybe try, maybe try a, a cantrip first to see if fire works. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we know uh, about the dragon? It's just an adult black, black dragon. dragon. Yeah, does anybody know anything about black dragons? I was going to ask you, Clovis, since you uh, work with I nature. Believe I, uh, I if I recalled some knowledge the other night or a few hours ago, um, mm-hmm. you know, according to some guild systems, they rate monsters, uh, if you've ever heard of it. Um... And this was around a level 12, I believe. Oh. If, or yeah. 11. 11, yeah. 11, Would your 12, memory yeah, maybe... Did it maybe spark up any weaknesses or, that we could take advantage of when we see this dragon? Uh, there were no... It was not weak to anything mm. that I could remember. Right. And the only thing... Couldn't really remember any resistances, but... The only thing you knew... Yeah, no, you couldn't think... You couldn't... You're pretty sure... Because it's been a while. It has been a few weeks. So just to reference, you're pretty sure not like you're not sure. You're pretty sure there's no weaknesses to exploit. um, And there's no resistances to avoid other than acid. Acid. It's immune to acid. (laughs) Yeah. Clovis. (laughs) Acid splash is off the table. All right. Okay. Better for the dragon. I mean, not for For the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) You know that little pocket on my cheek is just beginning to heal so maybe just a little <laughs> splash you know just open it up again and yeah in terms of battlefield i know you guys were talking about flying and stuff the highest this cabin's caverns tend to get at their highest are like 40 feet and then you know as you get into some of the smaller areas they get like walking distance only or maybe like 
anywhere between 20 and 40 feet. Like, but 40 is like the absolute highest you've ever seen it. So in the wide open spaces of the caverns, if it was to fly up to the top, you know, you are right. It's, it's not like it can't get airborne. Good to keep in mind. So, do you think it speaks under common? Do you speak it, think it speaks common? Can I use my biting words to taunt it the second time? Um, I mean, I think some, dra- I mean, dragons are known to be intelligent enough to speak, whether this one, I mean, we, we're in the uh, underground area in which these lands are called. That's definitely not the Underdark. The um, Darklands? The Darklands, yes. Um, I would assume it speaks Undercommon. Well, I guess uh, I'll try. We'll see what happens. Um, is there anything that you can take, Nulara, that uh, can make you more impervious to this uh, dragon's biting and claws and everything? Will it I... swallow you? How big is it? Oh, that's a good question. I, I, I believe I still have uh, a bark skin. Bark, I was going to say bark skin. Uh, I have a bark seem to work skin. Pretty good. That, Clovis, if you don't mind, I mean, I don't want you to exhaust yourself, but I actually, I need you to uh, do this spell for me. Yeah, I can do that for you. Would that exhaust your resources, though? It's a scroll. No? Shouldn't, no. Shouldn't? No, no, should not. All right. I shall give it to you. Can offer item to someone. I offered it. I don't know if you got a notification. I'm not sure if that matcha came up. Oh, did? Okay. I wasn't sure if the matcha was over. Yeah, yeah. It It definitely came up. Okay. And that's a 10 minute duration. We could maybe do it when we we get closer. They don't happen to have any arrows that are specifically made to kill dragons, do they? So you ask Quara, who asks you to refer to her bodyguard, and she just you go to her and ask if she has any dry any arrows specific for dragon slaying, and very dryly she just blinks, and she says, "Let me check," and she slips away into the back to go look for you, never comes back. <laughs> you know, I hear when they say I'm going to go check the back, they're really just taking a break. <laughs> Um, they can sell they know you. If they have it, they're not. They can sell you. Uh, they can they can replenish your, you know, arrows and bolts and stuff, but nothing magical, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I actually did that last session, I believe. Right. Yeah. I was getting a bit low. It's almost funny if she comes back with like one arrow and like carve something, like just like hand scratch something into the wood and says, "Here, Mukta. This will kill any dragon it touches." All right, I'm going to put it in my bandolier next to my uh, Viper arrow. <laughs> okay. Perfect. All right, so I think at that point, there's a sort of like crossfade um, as you guys are getting prepped for the day. And we see a, a short of quick montage as a, a drow scout um, kind of guides you through this area. It's really not too far. There's... In front of the drow community, there's like a fungus patch where they've been burying all their dead. Um, And a little bit further than that, uh, it opens up into like a mushroom field. And you know you've crossed this mushroom field north 
to get to the lake. But instead of like northwest, they kind of guide you northeast. If there's a directional like east and west cardinal that you guys are aware of down here. Um, and as he guides you this way, he gets you pretty close to the edge of the the fungus. And the I mean, these mushrooms are not, you know, tiny mushrooms. Like you've seen some big mushrooms down here before. This forest is made out of mushrooms that reach as high as 30 feet. And it's almost like canopies and you guys are walking below it and above you these towering 30 foot tall fungus of mushrooms sort of tower over you and occasionally he'll stop and he'll point something out to like these giant spores that kind of are attached underneath and he'll guide you guys around to avoid them and you wouldn't even have noticed them if he hadn't pointed them out they just looked very innocuous but he knows what's dangerous down here and eventually leads you to the edge of this fungus jungle and the ground sort of changes here and it changes from this thick like like moist mushroom fungusy smelling place and very quickly transforms into like mud like thick mud that your feet look like they like sink into and sort of get stuck and he stops here and he points down this cavern and you can see the cavern opens up um above you is like 40 feet and as it kind of goes in it starts shrinking a little bit and he tells you that this is ravarex ravarex's lair a morass of mud sprouting thick fungus and clinging vines make up the floor of this cavern. But here and there throughout this mud, you see there are boulders, like large rocks that sort of jut up from the mud, and they're covered in what looks like a slick sort of moss. And um, you can make your way through the thick mud or use the rocks as sort of to stay out of the mud, but they're very slippery and it does take some balance. And at the far end of the cavern, there's the sound of like water sort of like lapping in, like almost like there is some water source that meets the cavern here and is creating this mud. But other than that, it's quiet, like eerily quiet, no footsteps in the mud. It doesn't look like anything is here. Just occasionally a few scattered bones. And you are at the entrance to the lair of Ravarex. I'm going to uh, turn the clasp of the elven cloak to make it look like the surrounding mud. Okay. Oh, do you think? Uh, do you think we got? We're going to get stuck in this mud if we go in there. I mean, mechanically, is it like difficult terrain? Mechanically, yes, it is difficult terrain if you are in the mud. You can okay. use uh, we... you can use the rocks to stay out of the mud, but it presents that you have to use the there's like an action called balance, which you could look up. Right. Balance is an action that you can use to use the rocks and stay out. Note that the rocks are slippery. And if you use them, there's a chance you can slip off and fall prone. And um, usually with these like sort of balance actions, you're flat footed so long as you're on the rocks, which can make it kind of challenging to stay on the rocks but it does at least keep you out of the mud. So, yeah. And I'll just tell you, the DC to keep your balance is 20. That's too much for me, so I will stand in the mud. I think uh, what we're going to do is, um, before, once we go in there, I'm going to cast a spell on you, Nara, that will help keep you from uh, getting stuck in the mud, if that's okay. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, 
Um, oh, and Clovis, if I could get that box skin thing. Yes. All right. Uh, Clovis How, uh, will have spark skin on Nolara. What's the lighting in here? It's black. Other than Nulara's shield, which has you guys kind of walking around with the the glowing shield. Okay, I have casted it. Cast it, Nulara. Effect on myself. Yep. Go ahead and add that effect. So yeah. So uh, the, as usual down here, the only light tends to come from what you guys are putting off in your. Yeah, so I'll cast light. Where do you want the light? You guys, uh, do you want it on Nulara's shield, or where do you want me to put the light? Is there any way we can have it? Something where it's a bit hooded for now. I mean, yeah. Or we can use Hal's dancing lights. Control it more. You, you tell me. Well, I think the Lyra is going to be up in the front. Um, I'm going to have to sustain the lights, so I don't think I'm going to be able to do that the whole time. No, Just I don't to put think on so. her shield. Or maybe on her sword, and she can put the sword in the in the scabbard she has there. No one has any potions of dark vision, do they? Uh, Fuck. No, we were trying to buy some, remember? Never, we haven't made it back upstairs, up up to the town. No. <sighs> or it taught me how to see in the dark, so I don't need it anymore. Should have asked her. Maybe she could have helped you. If, uh, if we could get maybe a bit of your dancing lights a bit further in... I could try to maybe uh, see what's in there first before we jump in. Oh, you're. I'll cast a light on your sword, Nalara, so you can put it away and pull it out when we need light. So you're saying make the dancing lights that I don't make. It'll go out, right? And then it'll probably wake them up as I put it in there. I mean, if is it. Is it a bit of an edge where, like, it's dim light for a certain radius from them. It's dim light. Period. Ten. It's just dim light, not even ten. Ten. It's light like a torch. So. So whatever that torch does, it's twenty twenty. Uh, I mean, look, I. I learned a bit. Uh, I've learned a bit from more the bent and it's uh well uncovered some a bit of ancestral magic as well. Uh I, can, I should show uh, you how to do this. I should show you how to make the dancing lights so you can you can use it. Oh, that'd be nice. Hopefully I have enough uh room in the noggin to learn it, but <laughs> I can turn myself into a uh a small rat. Mm. and maybe try to go in the cavern a bit. The problem is, for some reason, the rats can't see in complete pitch black, which I'm pretty sure rats actually can. <laughs> mm. just, just not you. Because it's really you when you turn into the rat. So what are we saying? You want me to put in the, the light? Um, that's going to limit me if I need to te- keep the light on until Nalara gets in there. It's just, I mean, just if we want to try to scout out the cave a bit before heading in. Wait, can Mushi see in the dark? Completely? Yes. Like, pitch oh, black? Yeah, we've, yeah we've, we've done that before. We've, uh, and Nulara can also look through Mushi's eyes. Forgotten. As well as I can. We can send Mushi in there. 
That's a uh, that's a good thought. I like that better than making the lights because the dragon's going to wake up and come out here. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's send Mushi in. Okay. Nulara, I'll give you the honors. You can look through Mushi's eyes. See what he sees in there. Okay. Oh, I've got an idea. Why don't I turn into a rat and I can r- ride on Mushi? Oh. And Mushi can drop me off <laughs> somewhere in the cave. That's, a, that's a, another good idea. Let's do it. You Mushi s- should be able to carry you. You still can't see in the dark, right? So he can just drop you in a pitch black dragon cave. Yeah, and just wait for you all, and at least there I'm in position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have to climb through the mud. He's right where he wants to yeah, be. it's not a bad plan. I'm just saying. You, you'll be yeah. alone as a rat in a dark cave by yourself. <laughs> I like it. You rat <laughs> bastard. So I'm curious here, right? You shift into a rat, right? What is your st- mm-hmm. What happens to your stats? Uh, Okay, I will put it in chat. Like health? You, you keep your, your same health? You gain the effects of first level pest form spell. Which I know Clovis uses. Uh, here we go. Yep. So So you transform into the battle form of a tiny animal. Battle form of a rat. A fifteen plus yeah. the following statistics. Yeah. Fifteen plus my level is my yeah. AC. If you drag that pest form to your token, it should set your stats to be the correct uh, stats too. Yeah. Um low light vision and imprecise scent thirty feet. So you can't see, but you can smell pretty well. That's cool. Yeah. Smell that dragon. We acrobatics plus 10 unless my own modifier is higher. Athletics minus 4. Okay. So. And uh, so so it does work the same way. So you get your full hit points that Mukta has. So you would have 88 hit points or whatever. What is it? 80, 87. 87 hit points in rat form. And when the rat takes the damage, it just goes to you. It's not like... Mm-hmm. It's not like you have buffer or you take damage and pop back yeah. to Mukta. You're just a rat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I can I can dismiss that, right, as yeah. an action? Dismiss it as an action, correct. Okay. So what do we think? It's crazy enough to just might work. I'm, I'm worth it. You should do it. As long as you keep yourself safe and are aware that we won't be there for a bit. Because that's quite a head start on your end. I mean... I don't think a big dragon is going to be interested in a tiny little rat. I mean, it's, I'd probably get stuck between its teeth. <laughs> oh, no, I've never fought a dragon this big. It, what can go wrong? Oh, you just, <laughs> I feel that you just cursed yourself. <laughs> Famous last words. So, all right. So, Mukta turns into a rat. Please describe it. All right. <laughs> uh, I've actually only done this. Once before. Oh, um, amazing. All right, I'll say my... Uh, it's very, very old magic from my people. And it, and, it, and in uh, Yusoki, I say, bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. <laughs> and I turn into a rat. Now, Tiny rat. I got to remind us, um, I need to, uh, for the future, for future episodes, I need to get you the wild shape macro, and then we'll set up a token for, mm. for Mukta to use rat form Mukta token. Uh, so we can use the macro right. and have it change your token. But for now, we just know that you're a rat. So, yeah, bibbidi babbidi boop and just like Cinderella, there's little sparkly lights, and into a tiny rat. Mm-hmm. And that tiny rat crawls itself onto Mushi. Correct? 
correct? Yes. I can kill them. And? Uh, no, because it, it's still controlled by... Oh, okay. it's, it's like an indivi- It's like an independent creature, right? Oh, all right. But you're just riding along with it, like, okay. to its eyes. So, <laughs> you guys get to, like, the edge of the cave. Um, Nulara goes into Mushi's eyes, because that's the... Clovis has given Nulara the ability to bond with Mushi. So, you sort of blink your eyes, and then all of a sudden you feel yourself... Riding along with uh, C, right? In one direction to the right, it kind of splits off, and that's where the the sound of like the lapping water seems to be coming in that cave's direction. And then the cave seems to get smaller as it goes north. And as it goes up north, with Mushi's sort of dark vision, you can see it splits off into like a fork. Can I be talking while like looking into Mushi? Mushi? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so while I'm doing that, I'm just narrating what I'm seeing. Uh, there's a fork. Do you guys want to go left or right? I don't know. Clovis, do you want Moshi to go left or right? I'm just seeing. I don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. There is this uh, one guy who taught me a long time ago. <laughs> That's a good rat. He says, uh, is so I'll, I'll, always, fo- always follow the wall to the left. To the left. Just follow the wall. Yeah, so go north. All right, can you tell that? Tamushi was stuck here. Uh, so can uh, Nulara and Mukta and Mushi, Clovis as Mushi, I'll make just uh, perception checks for me. Uh, public? Yeah, public's fine. That would be another oh, natural 20. A natural 20. Nice. I feel like I'm wasting all of this. Perhaps. Uh, Let's see. So the, this roll, Mukta has a bit of leaf and bark covering him. He's like nestled in between Mushi's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, I think between Mukta and Mushi, neither one of you really is able to pick up anything, um, giving it away one way or another. But uh, Nulara, for sure, you can hear from this sort of fork one goes off to the right and it gets really tiny and one goes off to the left and you can see the claw marks the way that this cave has been shaped and and widened and you see like in the mud like a giant footprint and from deep in that cave you just sense or you hear the kind of breathing of a large sort of creature like (sighs) breathing from that cave I'm not sure if the dragon is sleeping, but I can definitely hear it. We found the dragon very quick. It's it's quite a ways away as well. Um, I don't know if I could talk to Bukta, but I hope he waits for us. So, yeah, I would have said to find the good... I was saying, like, to find the good spot. Okay. Because I can't see anything. You can just jump off whenever you see fit, right? Um, uh, Clovis, I think if... Mushi can do it quietly. Maybe you can go a bit, a little bit more forward. Try to find okay. a good spot for them. Yep. Let's do that. Okay. So you guys go ahead and scoot a little bit up towards. Just trying the end to of the n- find a nice, like, crevice okay. or alcove for him. So if you want to move yourself forward a little more, you can. So at this point, you try to get Mukta a little closer, right? And Mushi 
gets Mukta like right around here and like gets down and tries to go quiet. And you hear like a little bit of like jingling. You hear like it sounds like coins like falling off like a pile, like clink, 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 like metal on metal, coin on coin. A very familiar sound for, for Mukta. Uh, the coin is right, and you hear yeah, he's ready to jump out of that rat form and go run and get you it. You hear like the like the deep breathing, the <sighs> and in like the common tongue, you hear. I guess let me just check. I guess it would be draconic. Oh, it's saying something I couldn't understand again. Do any of you guys understand draconic? Give me a moment. I have to check my character. No. Nope. Okay. So you hear... You hear it, like, speaking this, like, tongue. It starts speaking its language. And the sense you sort of get, combined with the smelling and the sort of, like, footsteps and the clinking of coins, it seems to have smelled you guys with its... That's right. That's right. 39 perception check I gave it. Mukta would jump off and then hide. Yeah. yeah. So Mukta, you, you jump off as a rat and like there's tons of mud, right? There's like there's like mossy rocks and all, there's plenty of hiding space for a little rat. But Mushi's currently like in this sort of like tough spot where where maybe, you know, the dragon's about to notice it. Well, I'm back. Should, I make, should I make a stealth check? Yes. Go ahead and make a stealth check. And uh, I'm always uh, I'm always guarding against special senses so well that's a good call out actually mm-hmm. yeah you have an ability that calls against special senses mm-hmm. that is good to know so i'm i'm hiding from everything yep yep that is that is cool because this dragon except for, except for like true sight right this dragon definitely at this point seems to be relying on a sort of scent 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 sense there we go scent sense that's hard to say all right. All right. As soon as he jumps off, Mushi would start heading back. Would I need to use a hero point for this? Well, I'll, uh, I guess I'll just mm, probably you roll the seven on the dice. Yeah, we have two, right? You have two for tonight. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, so Mushi begins to like drops and moved off, begins to fly back. Right? What's Mushi's fly speed? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. I think I see 25. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Shit. I'm on Clovis. Let me switch both. Yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah. 25 okay. So feet. at this point, Nulara, as you're looking through the senses, you realize that this dragon has at least is now aware of something in presence outside of his cave and is kind of coming in your guys' direction. Mushi begins flying back. Mukta is hiding as well as a rat can. Um, in this cave, in the dark, <laughs> uh, oh. I'll, give, I'll give you guys a minute to prepare and do anything you guys would like right before this dragon seems to be coming your way. I'll cast a uh, fly on Nulara. Holy! Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stay right where I am, hoping the dragon doesn't care about the rat and wants to go for the intruders at the entrance of his cave. Uh-huh. Sure. sure. I think one of my effects is missing. I had four effects. I thought I had something that his fly speed was like 40 feet. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe you had the fast flyer then? 
I did have the fast fire, but it's not on my sheet anymore, so. Okay. Changed it. Yeah. He's pretty fast then. He zips around. Yep. Okay. Wait, and there's light out to where we're, where our tokens are? Well, because there's light. Yeah, because pulsing. because I think so. Because the light cantrip. Let me just look at Close's light cantrip real quick. I think it scales with level. Is that is that why it's so big? Let's see, light. Uh, so at fourth level, it now sheds bright light in a sixty foot radius and dim light for another sixty. Oh, damn. Actually, that's that should be all the way out there. Yeah. You have fourth level spell slots now, right? Yes. Okay, so I think we need to actually adjust the light to be even bigger than it is now. And then add dim for the next 60 feet after that. Oh, no, I have bright light 60 and dim light 120, so that it should be casting yeah. out light as... as. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it pulses to 120. Yeah. So it looks like it's set up, right? So, yeah, that light spell <laughs> lights up this whole cavern. So, at this point, unless... Uh, so the only person... Let's see. Uh, Nalara has that in her, uh, in her scabbard, right? Was it on the blade on the shield? What? How are you doing it? On the blade. That's now yeah, sheathed because we were because we weren't because we wanted it to be dark until Got we're it, ready it, yeah. to storm. So yep. so there wouldn't so there wouldn't be any light there right now. Actually. Yep. Yep. So that would be zeros. Oh wait, let me just do this. You could probably leave it because she's gonna pull it out in a minute. <laughs> but we'll pretend it's dark. I know it's a hard concept, but interesting. Yeah, that's fine. So <laughs> everyone at this point, so you guys are all like stuck in the mud. Nobody's trying to balance on the rocks, right? Everyone's just you got the three of you guys back there are just We're like in the mud. stuck in the mud. All right. Can I carry I them since I can fly now? Can I carry both Hal and um, Clovis? So you can, depending on if your hands are free, and we'd have to calculate what their bulk no, is, no. right? Because mm-hmm. Clovis equipment rise, Clovis has eight bulk. So you're actually walking around. You're already encumbered, Clovis, because you have eight bulk, and you can only carry a max of six. So you are already weighed down by your equipment. So that would be eight bulk from Clovis. And then from Hal, it would be four bulk. And then they're medium creatures, so they think they count for full bulk each. So you'd be adding like 20 bulk to your speed, and I don't think you're that strong. <laughs> so unlike 5e, this has very specific rules yeah. about bulk and stuff, Let's right? Let's not just have speed. Okay. So, at this point, I'm going to ask for everybody... Go ahead and roll me initiative against this dragon. Okay. Oh, dang. Maybe if you can pull it out. By the way, Mukta's definitely not in the mud. He's in a, in a trying. He tried to get into a rock. Into a rock. Yep. Like a little, a little like crevasse. Yep. Oh, terrible. Actually, in this case, uh, I will say that because there's not many chances for you to use this, Hal, but um. You have like a gladiator ability, right? So if there's somebody watching, you get like to use performance for initiative. Is that correct? That is right. So there is one person not involved in this fight that is watching as an audience from the safety of the shores, which is your drow scout that is hiding behind a mushroom, like watching this. I will allow you to roll your initiative (laughs) with performance because you haven't got a chance to. And I don't know if there will be many chances to, but this is one (laughs) of the rare chances where you can (laughs) put on a show. Ooh. All right, I will uh, update your initiative to 38. 
and Mukta got a natural one. Did you? I'm a rat. Nice. It makes sense. Get it out of the way. <laughs> You're a rat bastard. Well, all right. So. Let's hope he doesn't like to eat the rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's wants a snack. Well, first of all, we got to see if he even notices you. So, as he sniffs and he starts speaking draconic, for his turn, he spends one action to stride. And you can tell, like, where he is in this cavern, it's kind of a small opening to get back there, right? So he can't even do his full wingspan. He can't even fly. He's stuck, like, squeezing through. So you see him, like, his big body hitting against the rocks. You hear it, Mukta. Smash, smash, the rock kind of crumbling as right... You can feel the large presence of a dragon step right over the top of you with its nostrils flaring. Because of your ability to mask your scent, he does not notice you. Ooh. Yes. So he uses one stride to, to sort of squeeze to here. Oh, we're going to see him. Oh, there he is. Well, you don't have any light, right? Because you still, you still have your blade sheath. back. Correct. We have dark vision. vision. Everyone has dark vision except for Mukta, right? No, I don't. I do not have dark vision. Just only if I'm looking through Mushi. Okay, so you can hear it, right? This large, imposing presence, and he sees the lot of you. You know, sniffs in the air, makes eye contact with you. You're no longer super hidden um, at this point, and I think with the second action, as the cave opens up, opens up here a bit. Man, he's fast. Okay. He, uh, I looked at his feet, I'm like, is 50 correct? I guess 50 is correct. Damn. Uh, he takes to the sky as he flies out here in the, kind of like above you guys, in the middle of his cavern, and takes takes out of the, off the mud and gets in the air with big wings. You can feel the, the wind from his wings beating as he mm. rises. So this cavern here, it's probably about 30 feet tall where you are. So if he goes up, he's probably, with his size, probably a good 15 feet over your head. Maybe, like, with your height being, like, it's it's about 10 feet above you. And, um, yeah, we'll say he's 10 feet above you. And as he does, uh, he gets there, and he just, and he just goes, and this time, he has, after seeing you guys, he switches to common, and he says, you've brought me dinner. Delicious. He, so it, with a surprising burst of speed, because he's got freaking 120 fly speed, by the way, oh my flies goodness. right over the top, gets above you guys, and yeah. lashes with a tail attack at Nulara. Okie dokie. This is a Reactive shield. <laughs> yep, it's a 41. It's a That's a crit. 17 on the dice. Oh, 18 on the dice, plus 23. You can get your shield up if you want a re reflexive shield, right? Yes, I do want it so that I could still do my shield block. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the tail hits. Let's roll damage. It's a crit, by the way. Oh, it's a crit. Good point. Mm -hmm. I will roll crit damage. That's right. It is a crit. Jeez. Yes, sir. Even with the shield up. Oh, boy. Jesus. 64 points of damage. Mm -hmm. You shield blocking. A good night to die. Yeah, I... Sh do I even do that? No, I'll take the whole of it. <laughs> okay. Because it's going to break it right away. 
No, it's all right. We're good. We're good. Okay. So that's the end of its turn. That takes us to Hal. Okay. Hal is going to... Oh, wait. Let me just... Switch. I didn't actually switch. I never switched over to the battle screen on the stream. So let's switch over to the battle screen now that we're in the right. middle of battle. You don't have to imagine in your mind anymore. Whew. I'm going to reach over and lay on hands on Nulara for 30 healing, and you get a plus 10 movement speed and plus oh, two to your sweet. AC. Thank and you. Then I'll, nice. oh, and then I'll also there. cast haste. Oh. Hey. I hasted flying Nulara. <laughs> it's going to be a crazy fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you have bark skin, right? Mm-hmm. Because bark skin. Oh, yeah, I do have Yep. So minus two. <laughs> oh, that's right. Minus two. So that's right. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to remind us to minus the. Wow. Okay. One. Every bit helps. That's true. One extra action. That's my turn. All right. That takes us to new Lara. All righty. Thank you, Hal. First action. I'm going to fly up right next to him. Whoosh. Fly up, you meet his gaze. Let me check something. Does he have an attack of opportunity? <laughs> nope, you're good. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then uh, first action, I'm going to hit him with Encore's Blade. Haste it. Yeah. First one, uh, hit him with Encore's Blade. Please go for it. I'm using a hero point for that one. Target him as well if you if you can. What was the roll? A natural one. Yo, Let's yo. get those book to fails in chat. This is the first <laughs> round of combat. Okay. Opening crits from enemies and the heroes of Atari. Name a more iconic duo. Followed mm-hmm. by natural ones. Uh, twenty-seven to hit. Um. So you swing out. Your twenty-seven clings against the side of this beast, and on Car's blade just bounces f like just off of its thick scales without hurting it. I see. Okay, so one, two. So my third and fourth, I'm going to uh, use two actions with a power attack. Okay. That will be... Damn, 21 to hit. 21 is actually a critical miss. Oh, does he do anything? Does he have anything? Luckily, it does not seem like he does. Okay, that's the end of my turn. All right. You look cool flying in the air. Cool. With the blade out, now the whole the, the whole cavern fills with light, right? Oh, so sorry, even I forgot Mook to say that. and Clovis can see. Oh, actually, um, one thing I actually forgot to do, as it comes into all of your presence, especially now with the light revealing itself to everyone, it has this like imposing aura about uh, it. It's a freaking dragon, right? <laughs> um, everyone needs to make a will saving throw for me. A DC 28 will save. Ooh, no. Lara, <laughs> natural natural 20. You're unaffected by the presence. Uh, Clovis, you succeed. You are only frightened one. Mukta, you succeed. You are only frightened one. I will add those to your tokens. What does frightened one do to me? Uh, um, I believe it gives you like a minus one or yeah. on something or other. And then, Unlike um, your attack rolls, spell attacks. All right. 24 mm. will be a failure. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, we'll... 
Yes, there is. Just, yeah, just started playing again. It was. Oh, nice. 35. Okay. So you are, uh, that is a success, and you are only frightened one. So everyone's frightened one except for Nulara, who is unaffected by this dragon. Perfect. Okay. And that was all for your actions, correct? Yes, sir. That brings us to Clovis. All right. Clovis is going to cast Earthbind. Oh, yeah. So I went from a 29 to a 28 for being frightened. Just oh, it makes that. your DC go down by one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Using the way sure to hamper the target's flight with effects based on its fortitude save. So the creature has to make a fortitude saving throw. DC 28. Yeah. All right. Let's see. 38 is a critical success, so that means the target is plus 24. unaffected. That's one thing I'll say about Pathfinder when on these saves, on DC saves and stuff, most of these creatures are like this, 24, so yep. it's... Uh, it's hard. Well, it's it's very, yeah. I will say, fortitude saves seem to be one thing it's good at. Most creatures will have at least one save it's good at and one save it's more weak at, and maybe okay. figuring out that is, is half the, the caster... Uh, meta game, I guess. So, um, so no more fortitude save spells, <laughs> right? So it would have been if it would have been a regular success if it wasn't for the frightened effect, but then the frightened effect yeah. brought it down to critical success. Yeah. So it's effect. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, a lot does, of a lot of Clovis's uh, frightened spells are less than one per but, round. Yes. Oh, it does. Oh, that's at good. the end of your turn or beginning of turn. Did you hear that, Steve? I th- it's, it's at the end of your turn, I believe, right? So mine would be gone then? At, at the end of your turn, it will be, yeah. Yep, my turn's over. Is that all all your actions? Yeah, I raised my shield. Oh, okay. And then I ended my turn all right. on the tracker. Rat Mukta. At the end of your turn, foul your frightened condition increase, decreases by one unless other, says otherwise. And for the dragon, it doesn't say otherwise. Come on, you rat bastard. Get him. All right. I I think uh, I will uh, dismiss the pest form. Okay. As an action. Yeah. Target. Uh, thanks, Lynx. I think that deserves a uh, dice so nice gift card. That's true. So. Uh, Happy holy yeah. dice. So Mukta will uh, g- take out the short bow. I will say he's, uh, you are hidden to him. He did not yeah. see this coming. So, so the flat footed, sure. right? Yeah. All right. And uh, I will strike. I'm just within range. He's just within 60 feet. Perfect. <clears throat> 23 is going to miss. <laughs> Yay. I'm Man, going to hero point. You have to. Hero point. Hero point. All right, cash it in. Make it worth. You, f- you forgot to use the magic dragon slaying arrow. Yeah. Oh, it was so close to a natural 20. Oh. Yeah. 25 is going to miss. If anybody can give hero points in the audience, please do. We will need them. <laughs> Link right off the thick scales. The arrow like falls down. It sticks into the mud. Third action. I'm going to aid Nulara with a faint attack. Okay. 
One faint attack coming up. All right. The dragon. What did we say about being bunched up? Right. <laughs> well, he came here. I think at the, yeah. I, yeah, he flew really fast, right? So at this point, the dragon is like he's like tie to eye with like Nular and Clovis and and Hal's down there. Um, it's flying. He says, "You can leave just one, and the rest of you can flee. I'll accept just one sacrifice." And he breathes in very deep. His chest puffs out, and you see like a green glow building in his throat as he unleashes his dragon breath action. Of course. Uh, This is is breath weapon. I imagine it's gotta be an interact action. Or, no, I guess it's more of a strike. It does not have the interact tag. Like an innate ability. Yeah, yeah. I don't think think it's possible for Nilar to interrupt it. So, he breathes out and what he's gonna basically do is put out from here a line of acid that shoots through Nulara, through Clovis, and just continues on past you guys. Like he like arcs it. Uh, it just misses right past Hal, so he can't he can't hit Hal at the same time. Okay. Uh, let me just do this real quick. I'll put it in chat. Damn it! I was gonna move. I should have done that instead of my shield. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, you have some acid resistance, don't you? Yeah, true. So the acid, the acid goes in a line right through Nulara and Clovis. So I need you guys to make. Reflex saves. Basic okay. reflex saves. Now, if you remember anything about basic reflex saves, if you critically fail, you take twice the damage. But if you critically succeed, you take no damage. I'm going to oh. use a reaction. I'm going to use like a reactive shield reaction. Okay. Yep. I'm going to use a hero point. Perfect. What? Oh, oh I'm that's a critical hero fail. point. That. <laughs> All right, Clovis Dude, rerolls to a right. 25 saving throw. Nulara had a natural one, rerolls uh, it to a 30. 30. Perfect. The DC is 30. Sweet. So Clovis and fails, but doesn't critically fail, luckily. Nulara succeeds. So Clovis is going to take full damage. Nulara, you're going to take half damage from this breath weapon. Okay. Now I'm resistant, so I take half of my full? Wrong game. You take like three less, I think. Is it three less? Yeah. yeah. You, did. Whatever you have resistance to look at what your item you says, have. yeah. All right. If you have resistance uh, three, you minus three. It deals okay. 12 d6 acid damage. That's 51 points of acid damage. Okay. Nulara, you take 25 because you got out of the way successfully. Okay, uh, because of my uh, new feat, the reflexive shield, I can uh-huh. shield block this reaction. Ooh. Yes, sir. So I'm blocking it with my shield. You also have another hero point, Nulara. A hero point, and for Mukta and hero point for Nulara in chat. Thank you. I still have two. <laughs> <laughs> um, just checking your River Drake hate. River Drake hide gives you. Do we say this is two or three? It was acid resistant property. Yeah. So. Plus four. Well, look at it. it's either two or three less. Okay, so yeah, your shield, yeah. the acid washes over your shield, uh, which reduces the damage you take, um, and that uses two of its three actions. We haven't hit it once. Right. Nope. And with its third and final action, it makes a... I guess it makes a jaw strike at Nular. Okay. Ooh. Fucking A. 19 on the dice for a total of 44 to hit. That's another crit. 
another crit. Even with the shield race. DM is rolling too And good. before I click this damage, I just want to say, you know, rest in peace, Nulara. <laughs> it was a 12 and an 11 earlier. Oh, whoa, it's a draw. <laughs> oh, oh, same fuck. one. <laughs> so 64 points of damage, 14 of which is acid from the, the teeth. <sighs> And 50 of which is, uh, like, actual, like, physical piercing. E? You're not down. Nope. Amazing. Oh, yeah, even with the plus, because you had a plus bonus from Hal, right? But it yeah, still would have so, been a crit, because it was a Yeah, plus. 32. Mm -hmm. It was four over your AC. Okay. Well, two over my AC. Yep. It was four without the two, yeah, yeah. So, okay, mm -hmm. so that brings us to Hal. All right. Damn. I'm nervous for you guys. I'm gonna obviously soothe on Nulara. Come on. Oh, thank you. 36. Oh, I gotta say this too. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll tell you after your turn. 36 on Nulara. Okay. 36 healing. And then I'll reach over and cast Winning Streak on Clovis. Quicken for one round on Clovis and. If you get a, if anyone gets a critical success on something, it jumps to whoever got it. Plus, uh, Clovis continues. Quickened. Yep. Yep. Now it's my turn. Awesome. All right. New Lara. Okay. Uh, first action: attacking the dragon with Encore's blade. Uh huh. My uh, faint attack goes off. Your faint attack does go off at this point. Yes. Go ahead and make that. Deception, I believe, is what you're using. Oh, 19. One off of being critical success. So it, he, he does, but it doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't give you any bonus. It's all right. Okay. So that would be a 39 to okay, hit. Okay, 39. We're getting somewhere, guys. 39 is a nice. hit. Sweet. Just not a crit. Uh, so that's 18 points of slashing damage. Okay. All right, he only has twenty hit points, so we're almost there. <laughs> well, he takes the full takes full eighteen, okay, not resistant to it at all. All right, um, and then a second attack, uh, doing a power attack on this, so two actions. Uh huh. Another one within Cora's blade. That is, I'm going to use a hero point. Let's hero point it up. That is well. a twenty-three. Let's change that to a thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yes. Does That's that a hit? hit? Sweet. Hit there we go. That right. would be uh, 23 points of slashing damage. Takes it. Takes the full 23. Sweet. And then I'm raising my shield. Okay. Very good. Um, at this point, I'd like to just point out, when he did his breath weapon, right, you noticed that his his lungs, his like neck kind of deflated a bit, and you were pretty sure he wasn't going to be able to use his breath weapon again for some time. But oh, when okay. he critically hit new lara you watch as instantly the thing returned and his breath weapon is now cocked and ready again dang probably scatter <laughs> yeah all right that takes us to that means clovis don't don't be there when you at the end of your turn that takes us to yep. clovis all right clovis is going to cast syrian light okay 33 33 is a hit. Nice. 17 points. 17 points of fire damage. That is... Fire damage, yes. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, 
Yep, he's a fiend or undead. He gets another five. He is neither a fiend or undead. Yep. Although I will say, like as you, as you're close to him now, you can see that like something about his scales look off. He's taken on like almost like a little waxy like look to it. And as you blast him with the fire, you almost look like it like melts some of that waxy coating he has, and it begins to like drip like hot wax that like sizzles as it hits the mud beneath him. Um, absorbs he's not undead or fiend so he doesn't take the good damage but he does take the full fire damage oh my god i got rid of most of my fire damage i'm thinking the dragon would have been resistance against that so um and then i'm going to move 30. well you can't move, move 30 here. because you're in thick mud and it's oh so what is that 15? Move 15 yeah all right, so unless you I'll try to jump action. and use the rock, I got four actions this turn, right? yeah. so I'll use my second action to uh, fully get out of the way. Okay, yeah, you can totally do that because the quicken condition. Yep. Okay, and that'll be my turn. Perfect. Thanks for the quicken, Hal. All right, that takes us to Mukta. All right, I will. Uh, I'm in some rocks, right? Yeah, you're on a rock. Could I hide behind it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's enough cover here from the, these pretty large, oversized rocks that you could use, like, the rocks for cover. I, I will... T- 100% so I'm going allow that. to hide first. Okay. 29. Okay. Does that beat this passive? It... Because I'm attacking right now. Right. It does not. <laughs> All right. So he's not flat footed. He, yeah, you, you hide, and he is able to passively still kind of keep track of where you are on the battlefield. Damn, roll to 10. That's fine. I will uh, still shoot him with my bow. Perfect. Two tens on the dice. Yep, and, awesome. And a 28 will miss. I'm going to use a hero point. Okay. Hero point it. Why not? Hero point it up. Do I actually, do I want to? Go for it. <sighs> fine. I won't save it. Dang! 32 is a hit. There you go. But it's not going to be much at all because it's not flat-footed. Right, it's not flat-footed. 10 points of piercing damage. Okay, it takes the full 10, though. That's another hero point for Mukta redeemed in chat. Third action, I'm going to hide again. Okay. Like, oh, you're looking for some place to hide? (laughs) Three tens in a row. Very average. (laughs) And as we know, a 10 was not enough. I can tell you, if we play on Sunday, we'll we'll tear it up. <laughs> All right, that brings... All right, that... Sorry, you have anything else? No, that's it. That's my turn. All right. Ravarex, um, as he's... And as Clovis begins to turn, like, he, like, like with his wings, kind of shifts over a little bit to here. Uh, it does trigger an opportunity attack from Unilar. Okay, I was going to ask did. if he stepped... <laughs> He did not step. He's 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 like flying and, and has to stride. Um, no, I won't. Okay, because he's gonna breath weapon it. <laughs> yeah, I think he might have to spend. I actually need to look up the rules on this real quick. I think in order to stay flying, he has to spend an action every turn to actually fly. Yeah. That makes sense. Unless he has hover. If you're, a... Yeah, he doesn't have hover. So if you're airborne at the end of your turn and didn't use a flash on this round, you fall. So you can use an action to fly zero feet. So yeah. What's that? Do I have to do that too? 
or I'm just um, I don't think that's flying. the case oh, for no. your magical okay. flight. I think it's just because he has a fly speed. Oh, okay, okay. He like has wings and he has to actively do it. So as he like, so he spends one action, he flies, he positions himself over here, and because his breath weapon is returns, mm-hmm. he unleashes another breath weapon. Will save. It's oh, going reflex. to be well. Let's see how I can line it up. All right, this breath weapon. He lines it up between Nulara and Clovis again. Clovis and Nulara, I need you to make reflex saves. Hey. Uh, 35 for me. Okay. 29 for me. So a fail again for, because the DC was 30, so a fail for Clovis by one, a success for Nulara. So, yep, same thing. You take uh, the half for Nulara and full for Clovis. So 39. I'm, I'm blocking this again with my shield. Okay. And you take half, half blocked. Yep. And then uh, Clovis takes the full 39. Well, technically, you take what three less because of the acid resistance. So you take yeah, and it's negative three on the modifier, right? Yes. yes. Yep. Hey, see, I'm learning. You're learning, and you and that was all three of his actions, and you're still up, I believe. I am. Still and up. and again, like before, you watch as like the sort of like breath weapon goes away. Is now can't breath weapon for some amount of time. Okay. Only with crits. How? Man. Okay. Um, I'm going to, what do you use? He said you used Undercommon? He was speaking so he in spoke uh, common. Undercommon. Yeah. He, spoke common. Common. Uh, he spoke Common, yeah. He started with Draconic and then he switched to Common when he saw you guys. I'm going to cast Biting Words. Absolutely. Yes! And he can understand yes, he it 100%. Will. Bitch! <laughs> Biatch. Make that a... T- use a hero point? Yeah, hero 28 point. is going to miss, so hero point. It's 11 on the dice, 28 total. Oh my god. Takes it from a miss to a critical miss. So it still stays active for more attacks, but. uh, I think I'm going to do uh, Inspire Courage with the Lingering Composition. Yep. Because. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. What's Inspire Heroics? Is that new? Oh. That is new, but it's supposed to be a lingering composition, not inspire heroics. Got it. Okay, 41. so 41, that, 41, you're going to get a uh, critical success on that. So everyone gets four rounds of inspire courage. Sweet. Let's go. Oh, that's my turn. All right. Lara. All righty. For my first action, I'm going to fly up next to him. Perfect. There. Um, first action and chorus played. Actually, yep. So, so he, I will say this right: you fly up with Ankara's blade to make your attack. Um, mm-hmm. As you do, at this okay. point he's going to use his tail lash reaction. He hasn't okay. used this yet. So, as you move up to make the strike, mm-hmm. he's going to lash out with the tail. Okay. So he's going to make a tail strike against you. Mm-hmm. See if it hits. Uh, yes, it hits, but it's not a crit. Hit, but not a crit. Yeah. So you get hit with the tail strike. Oh, actually, he takes a minus two penalty, so it becomes a plus three. He, or he gets a 31 instead of 33. That was my mistake. Uh, still hits. Still hits, yeah. Uh, so you're going to take 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. I'm going to use uh, my reaction to protect your sacrifice. Oh, liar. I love it. Okay. 
So you and reduce the damage the ally would take by three, and t- you take... And it's heightened, so it would be... Oh, that's right. Either nine or twelve. Um, first level, heightened plus four, so three, six, nine, twelve. It's actually a total of fifteen. So oh, minus... Reduce the triggering damage by fifteen. Okay. Um, plus another two for my thing. For bark skin, for yes. what thing? Bark for bark skin, yes. Yeah. On top of bark skin, so that means that Please. that Hal takes the the fifteen. Is that the way it works? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, and and as as the tail hits you, he kind of caught you on your strike. This is going to uh-huh. give you a minus two uh, circumstance penalty on your attack roll against him. Okay. Got it. Uh, so this attack will be a power attack. Okay. Within Cora's blade. Uh, 41 to hit. Minus 2, so 38. 39. 39. 39. Would 41 have been a crit? 41 would have been a crit. So, it's still a hit. It's still a hit, Mm -hmm. so that's not bad. Uh, so that is 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. I mean, he's taking quite a bit. You can see he's now in the injured bucket of hit points. Okay, and then I am going to battle medicine myself. Okay. Yeah, you might you have that staff of healing, right, uh, Clovis? You might need to heal yourself. <laughs> yeah, because your yep. shield hand now, you can use it because of that uh, feat. 22. So your shield hand can be used to help. Like 2d8. free to patch yourself up. So that would be 2d8. Nice. 10 points. 10? Not bad. Taking Take it. it. Take 10. Uh, Why'd you get damaged for 5 points? Huh? Yeah, you gave yourself. Oh. Says Nulata gets damaged for five points. Oh, I did. <laughs> sorry, you my bad. The not... Is that what you did? I don't know why it said that. But... You might have clicked the half damage accidentally. Forty-five, the... fifty-five. I'm on fifty-five now. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. That's, the, that's the end of yeah, my. Don't turn. hurt yourself. <laughs> Battle medicine, just scalpel it, just cutting yourself open. Risky surgery. Man, right. that would have been a crit. Clovis, I know. But thirty-one. At least now we know it's thirty-one. And no breath weapon for now. That's right. He hasn't crit you. That's the end of my turn. Yep. Um, okay, Clovis. Okay, so Clovis will do Syrian Light again at it. Hero point. Do you have another one? Yep. When he hits a miss. Okay, that's a miss. All right, so I'll use my last hero point. Okay, bring it on. 28. That was an wow. 8 on the dice for a total of 28. Oh, not hero point. Lowered it down to 25. Yeah, hero points getting worse and worse for all of us. Right. Yes. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to give an action to Mushi. Okay. An action to give Mushi too. Um, yep, so he's going to fly okay, 40 feet right next to me. Okay. And All right. And then his second action, he will uh, cast good berry in his hand. So he's got a handful of good berries. Okay. Is good berry a one action spell? It is a two act. Oh shit, it's two action. Yeah, it's two. Um, yep, it sure is. Uh, then he won't. He'll just get close to me next round. Okay. Mukta. All right. Well, I think I'm hidden. Do, so I'm just going to attack. Yep. The dice suck tonight for us. Not for the dragon. Dragon, dragon's well, hot. Well, 24 is a miss. You know what we need to do? We need to take a break because I guarantee we come back from break. The da- dragon will suck and we will be hot. That's how it works. All right. Oh, we can um, do that after this round. Do you have any more hero points? 
You have another one too. Like I'm going. To, I'm not going to use it yet. <laughs> We're gonna wait for. <laughs> uh, all right then. I'll use it. All right. Let's reuse that. So let's turn that twenty-four into a another Mukta hero point in chat. A 24 turns into a 26, no! which still misses. That's why I didn't want to use it. <laughs> but all right. It's all right. Uh, so that was one action. Second action. Uh, can't really do much. Freezing. Uh, second action, I'll cast shield on myself. And then third action, I will uh, aid Nulara with a faint attack. Okay. And in the start of the round four of combat, the dragon spends one action, you know, he has to keep flying. So he spends one action to stay off the ground um, and and uh, hover in place. And then with his last two actions, you he does something that up until now you've been so focused on the dragon and this you hadn't really noticed. But you notice now it's clutching something in its hand. There it is. In one of these giant dragon claws, there's a giant piece of jagged glass that is almost too mm-hmm. big even for its hand. Mm-hmm. And as as it lifts it up, it tries to use this object it has, and it is going to use an interact action okay. on this wait, wait, wait. lens, I'm which ready. does trigger an opportunity attack from Nolara, which, if it's a crit, will disrupt the interact action from even happening. My faint yeah. attack would go off as mm-hmm. well. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Uh, so go ahead and make that faint attack. Okay. 21. That's a, it's a success. Ooh. Success. 21 nice. success. <laughs> Seven on the dice. Didn't, Do I not st- great, but it's a success. So you get a plus one circumstance bonus to this attack roll, Nular. Okay, hey, we're already starting better after the break. Mm-hmm. Do I still have the tail lash effect no that was just for the just for the strike you were making it hit you as you made that strike so okay gotcha so, so you're good now so, merry christmas 42 welcome merry chrysler no that's what happens. that's a, cr- a break the tides have turned that's a critical hit yes roll the damage on your critical hit <laughs> 34 and it's flat-footed 34 points of damage because you critted mm. it's now flat-footed till the start of your next turn mm-hmm. and and because you crit on an on an opportunity attack against an interact action you hit it so hard you it like stumbles it drops the crystal for a minute and fumbles in its grasp before it gets it again but it doesn't it wastes its action it was using two actions to interact with the object and that disrupted it Ooh, that's its whole turn Nice! Yeah, the first action was to fly and kind of have her in place. Yep. So, the break is paying off so far. Hal, <laughs> you're up. <laughs> Alright, I will use biting one action words. to do biting words. Go for it. It's flat-footed. It's flat-footed. Which is oh, weird that it works with a F4. verbal attack, but it's an attack roll, so it works. F for flat-footed? Yeah, I should. I think it's on there. It's flat-footed, yeah. Uh, hero, hero point. point. Okay. Yes. That is F a for flat-footed. Mm. Oh. So that's a damn it. Twenty-seven total, which is a miss, even yeah, with the flat-footedness. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna cast soothe on Nolara. Okay. Oh, nice. nice. That's big. God damn, that's a hell, hell of a spell. Yeah. 
Sooth is pretty good. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Oh, come on. That's yeah. my turn. And that, that's all three actions. Okay. So uh, this is the start hey, of your turn. Keeping Nulara alive. That's what counts. Unfortunately, this is yeah. the start of your turn. So the flat footed goes away, but it is your turn. Oh. Okay. I was going to ask, like, can I? Oh, never mind. Because I. Yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> um. You just gotta create it again. Power <laughs> attack. Come on, I'm let's go. Create it. Create it. Do I? No, cause like I, I don't want to waste your quicken. So, uh, I'm gonna do like a first action, and <coughs> course, cause like if I do a power attack now, the multiple attack penalty would hit for the third attack. But okay. But the, it's better to get. It's better to get a higher, uh, more chance to hit with the power attack because it does more damage. Though it, it's a balance, right? Because power attack counts as two right. multiple attack penalties, right? So mm-hmm. the third, it would be two strikes, and then the third strike will be like at minus ten. Depends. It's up to you. I yeah, mean, you, it's really a trade off, right? Do you do, do you? Your thing. Okay. You do you. One yeah, you action, Ankor's blade. Perfect. Uh, oh, natural oh, 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 oh shit! <laughs> That's another crit. <laughs> Ho, 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 those dice. I think we also switched to our whole No, my, I've had this dice for a bit. Man, talk it's about... the break. It's the break. Talk about 32. taking the break and changing... Ooh, number 32. Okay, um, 32 points of damage. Uh, and it's flat-footed It's again. flat-footed now as you, like, hit it so Whoa. hard. Like, it's, it's wings. It's, like, stumbling. It's, it's trying to stay upright in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, two-action power attack. Okay, so for this one, as you go to power attack... It's going to now use its tail lash ability. Tail the tail whips up, smacks at you to try to disrupt this. If so it let's crits see. me, I can't. Um, so let's see. Tail lash. So yeah, tail lash says, let me see. Just reread tail lash. A creature attempts a strike or a skill check. Use a reaction. Strike. It has a minus two penalty on its strike. So I'll make a tail strike at a minus two penalty. Yep. I think the goal, I think the key is like saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It hits, right? 29's a hit. Merry Chrysler. Hit not a crit. Oh, yeah. Hit not a crit. So 29, I thought it was going to miss. It rolled in it, but 29, so it hits. So you will take some damage. You take 23 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you have um, a minus two circumstance penalty on this next strike. Can I use a reaction mid-turn? Uh, you get all your reactions back at the start of your turn, so yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do the reflexive shield into a quick shield block. Okay. Uh, with an aggressive block, too. Okay. Since he's already flat-footed, I, I mean, it's still up to you either to take the flat-footed or to go to this side right here and hit. Which would make him flat-footed some. no matter what, right? Yeah. So <laughs> he ends up, he, I will say he's going to get smashed back into the rock and like lose his footing as the rocks like crumble to the ground beneath you. Okay. He And then since he... Takes damage, he takes, like, um, it's an unarmed. He takes damage from my strength modifier. Hang on. So, four. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, so you're, you're, you're taking the, the 23 points of damage, correct? Yes. But you're, you're doing shield block to, to absorb some of that? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and let's do that. Okay. Okay. And then, and then on top of that, you get to aggressive block. Yeah, so, I mean, let's is that a the, wall? Yeah. Okay, which pushes him five feet. Yep, smashes him into the side of his own cave. Rocks all around, splash, adds more rocks to the sort of like rocky 
slippery stuff, right? Yes, and then he takes damage equal to my strength modifier, which is four. From being hit in the wall? Yeah. Okay. Which is how much? Four. Okay. Did he interrupt my attack? No, he did not crit, so he did not interrupt your attack. He just just gives you a minus two penalty against your power attack. Okay. So tail lash. Okay, it's already on there. So that would be 23. Oh my god, it was a 20 for a second. Wow. Uh, a 23 is going to miss, though. Uh, I'm going to do a hero point. Okay. Merry Chrysler! Come on. <laughs> no, it didn't work. No. Still didn't work, but still a hell of a turn. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one, two, three, raising my shield for my fourth action. Okay. That's the end of my turn. All right. That takes and us to Clovis. He's flat footed still. Yeah. He is flat footed, right? right? With the, is it until the start of your next turn? Yeah. Yes, until the start of my next turn. Yep, crit. He's five until right. start, which is going to be good for Mukta. All right, so Clovis gives Mushi an action. Okay. Mushi is going to cast Goodberry. Okay. And I think we looked this up right. It's heightened four, so it creates five berries at this level. And it only rolls one then. Uh, just roll it five times. Or do 5d6 plus whatever. All right, so that's a bunch of berries. So that's a lot of t- <laughs> 10 6 5 10 and 10 so that's 31 41 points 31. of of uh healing for clovis but it yeah. takes so it's take two act, one action to so give i'll him. take yeah yep, so i'll take my one of my actions and i'll take the good berries and eat them yes yes okay and so you still have one action yep and then i will uh use my wand of healing and staff of healing cast, uh staff of healing sorry yep my staff of healing and i will cast heal on myself all right so you touch yourself with the staff and heal seven more. Yep. So that's 48 total. Is that correct? Yes. Actually, one second. You actually take uh, two more in total because your staff healing gives you a plus one all heals you do. So that seven okay. becomes eight and the good berry gets one more. So 39. Right? Or would it be five more because one for each berry? I don't know. I'll give you one for each berry. So get six more. Okay. So... But that would be all all three of your actions, correct? Yep. So that's what forty one plus forty one plus seven is forty eight plus six, so fifty four points of healing total. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. All right, and that brings us to Mukta's turn. Going to shoot at it to my short bow. All right, for the Come first on, time Mukta. since this fight has started. Oh, he was flat-footed the first turn. No, flat-footed the first time. But for the first time hitting. since the last time, he is flat-footed. <laughs> <laughs> for the All first right. time in forever. Let's see that shot, Mukta. Make it count. Oh, come on. It was almost... I'm going to use a hero point. Yeah. Fifth, sixth hero point of the night. <laughs> for real. <laughs> But one of these has got to pay off sometime. All right. 30. Thanks it's to the flat footed. footed. It's a hit, but not a crit. But I'll take it at this point, right? It's a hit. <laughs> yeah. 30 is a hit. Would have missed if it wasn't flat footed. 22 points of damage. Debilitation. And, and he is enfeebled one. Ooh. Nice. All right. 22 points of damage. He is enfeebled one. So, like, basically, as Nulara, like, hits him, he, like, slams into the wall, he's flying around, all open. You catch, like, a like a weak spot on his, like, soft, right where the scales meet the wings. Your arrow hits, enfeebles him, does precision damage. All right. Um, hit him again. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll attack again. And I'll give him back the four. You said uh, Nina from the... Yeah, I confused it for the brutish shove. Got it. All right. Oh. Well, you know what? 29 is exactly a hit with the flat-footed conditions. Oh, flat-footed! <laughs> yeah, baby. Did you use the dragon strike arrow? 20 points. How bad was he looking before I shot my second arrow? Pretty bad. He was near death. He was near death before. Yeah, I would, I would, I would pull, take the arrow from the bandolier... Look at its crude etching and say, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Finds its mark, spins in like pain as it swirls around. It's still near death. It did not instant kill the dragon, though. Uh, It's still good enough. Uh, This time it's going to take a minus 10 penalty for the debilitating strike. So minus 10 speed. Yep. So he only has a hundred. Every every time I do damage when it's uh, flat foot. He only has 110 feet of flying speed now. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, third action, I'm going to aid Nulara with her strike. Okay. And that's my turn. I like it. I like it. All right. It gets to hit's turn. It's now like super. I was really hoping to pin it to the wall with a crit. That would yes. be awesome. It's wink right into the wall. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. That would be, um, that'd have been epic. And you How do so much damage. It just rolled well. <laughs> <laughs> Did it say for your... Everything depends if it's flat-footed. Okay, so the debilitating way. strike lasts until the end of your next turn. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, so... All right, it's... it's so this fight in one round, by the way, turned from, like, <laughs> potential TPK to just piling the damage on it. Just took that one domino to fall over, and then everything fell into play. So he's he's A now flying Nulara. <laughs> Thanks, Hal. He is going to spend. He's going to spend his first two actions. Like you watch as his eyes, like you can just see, like for a dragon, like he's lost his cool. He's gotten a little fear, and he fumbles again with that sort of like um, crystal in his hand, and it digs in deep. And you can watch as it like the edge of this crystal is actually cutting itself, and you watch. As it cuts through that like waxy buildup on its skin, cuts through, it tries to use two actions to interact with this object. I can't. I used my reaction. Oh, you right. did use your reaction. Okay. Good Smart. call. <laughs> but for remembering that, because I didn't remember that, take a hero oh. point, because that is... That oh, is, hey! That is awesome. I mean, hey, I might need it to stabilize go. myself alive. So, yeah. he interacts yeah. with the object, and as he does, you watch, there's like, there's almost like a black pulse that like channels out from this green crystal that washes all over his body. And as the that washes over him, you watch as some of the wounds begin to heal and it heals itself. Ah. God damn it. And as it does that, there's a, there's a little bit of residual magic that seems to like shimmer on its skin that doesn't go away instantly. AC problem, please. And then thanks try. With its third and f- action, it does a jaw strike on Nulara. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Actually, uh, wait. not a crit. He oh. already spent one action to to fly. To I guess he did. To keep flying. Yep. I mean, you can so. choose. You can I, I, do at this choose. point, you know you what? You can do the jaw strike and drop. I, I have to at this point. Yeah, I have to at this point. So it strikes out with the the jaw strike, which is going to hit. Mm-hmm. Right, thirty. But not a not crit. Hit, not a crit. 
Thank you, enfeebled condition. Actually, it wouldn't have been a hit anyways. Uh, okay, so you take got some high damage. Ooh, 40 points of damage. That was a crit. <laughs> 32 <laughs> piercing and 8 acid. Okay. Don't forget to reduce by 2 because of the piercing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... It drops. Yeah, it, it falls because he did not take a moment. Like, oh, you watch as it, it falls to the ground. To take damage? It does. Yeah, interestingly enough, how high, how high if you fall, you land prone automatically. I thought maybe there was like a... A save? Like a save or a way to land, but there's not. It can only try to like grab an edge and try to like grab onto the edge of the cave, but it can't really. So it falls 15 feet to the ground. Takes... It falls prone to the dragon. I know. It falls on its back. It takes bludgeoning damage equal to half the distance it fell when it lands. So seven. So seven. Yeah, so it takes seven. And it lands on the ground, and because it's landed on the ground, it's now prone and um, and flat-footed and everything that comes with being prone. I'll, I'll mark it prone. Uh, yeah. But you watch as, as it lands prone, it continues to clutch the crystal closer to its chest. All right. But that's Ravarex's turn. Oh, biting words? Yep. Hello? Third and final attempt at biting words, I believe. Yes. Is this it, one uh, will work. flat-footed still? First step. It is flat-footed, yes. yes. It's it is. prone. First one it's after break, not- so this is going to be a crit. Oh, that's a hit, hit, not a crit. Hey, biting words does a lot of damage. Yes, that's, that's a lot of fucking damage. <laughs> nice. That's a lot of ones, but still. Low damage roll, yes. Uh, he's still not dead. <laughs> he's not dead, no. Okay, I'm going to do a second level... Uh, magic missile, two actions. Oh, okay, on, so here, here's what I'm gonna say. As you go to oh. do this, you go to you bring up the thing to cast magic missile. Um, at this point, because it's now on the ground, it's near you. It uses its tail to do the tail lash uh, reaction it has, and it can reach you because it has a reach of 15 feet. So the tail lashes out and tries to disrupt your casting a magic missile, or I guess it's not gonna be able to disrupt it. But can it attack from prone? Uh, I don't see why not, right? Some penalty, though. Right? I'm sure Some there's a penalty. Because I was prone, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a penalty in it. So it'll it'll target Hal. I thought maybe it could, it could inter- um, what do you call it, interrupt this, like an opportunity attack, but I don't think it's possible to. <sighs> Holy shit. So it's a 36. It does have a feeble yeah, prone. prone. Minus two. All the minuses, it's still a 36. Crit. Which is going to be a crit, right? Oof. Oh, crap. Is that a crit, Hal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I thought yeah. it was going to disrupt it like it would for like an opportunity attack, but this isn't an opportunity attack. It's just a tail lash. So you're going to take a minus two check to your triggering roll, which is... But it oh, you know what? Actually, right? you're not making a strike, and there's no skill check involved with the magic missile, right? Correct. Just happens. Technically, it doesn't. It can't use this reaction. Oh, just automatic. Imagine missile just automatically hits. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't say cast a spell. It says Holy make a strike shit. or use a skill check. Neither of which is magic missile. So I am wrong. It cannot do that reaction. So go ahead and do your magic missile. All right, oh. it's uh, level two. I said it wasted magic missile. How many magic, missiles is magic that? Magic missile is pretty pretty cool. Uh, magic missile. So it's a level two spell, right? Mm-hmm. A level two spell slot. Is it level two or level three? Because this is spell three. Are you casting three? So third level spell. So it would be one additional missile with each action you spend. You're casting it 
Titan two, so you're spending two actions on it. Correct. So that would be four missiles total. Two per action. Look at all those missiles firing off. (laughs) How harmony? Yeah. How would you like to do this? (laughs) Magic missile. Freaking a. Similar to uh, how we saw um, Carmen Rajani, um, how will strum a power chord and then he'll sing and when the biting words um, slams into him and then he'll raise his hand and the magic missiles fly through the air. <laughs> and then he'll sink back down to the ground and sit. Yeah, and and as you as the last was like strikes it, uh, the eye like locks right on you and you just watch as like the, the sort of like eye goes glazed over and it lies still and from its like clutched hands falls loose this giant piece of jagged glass lands in the mud right next to it and as it dies this waxy kind of coating disappears and all that's left is this normal looking dragon type scales and Ravarex the destroyer is no more Wee! You guys turn that around with Let's with go. like. I tell you, man, I had to call the break. I just knew that was gonna just flip yeah. it. Yeah, that was I, a just, huge, I just felt it. That was a huge thing. Nulara came back with two crits back to back, and then everything sort of dominoed from there. Which 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 got him flat footed for me. Yep. Which allowed me to strike with sneak attack. Yeah, like football, man. You take halftime break. You come back, other <laughs> team. And then Ravarex forgot Blue to fly and fell to the ground. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. But um, he was desperate at that point. He, he, he wanted to destroy. He was. Yeah. That's on me. I thought he would just land on the ground, like like lose his hover, but land on the ground. But no, it says they fall. So whoops. Yeah, he didn't take that much damage though. No, so. not really Landing prone, prone is the heart. Prone was a huge mm-hmm. thing, right? Because mm-hmm. flat footed. Um, so he has on his body, or at least lying next to his body, the emerald fulcrum lens, which you should be able to loot off his dead body now. I'm going to be flying around for the should rest of the duration, to. just enjoying the flight. Yeah. Uh, Nulara, still flying. See, how yeah. see, if he has any, see if he has any treasure in there, since you can see in the dark. All right. All right. Ooh. I'm even yeah, going to act. By, uh, Nulara, you, are you all right? Look pretty hairy from back here. I feel like shit, but I have never flown in my life. What do you see? And I'm going to follow. (laughs) Holy. Yeah, you fly in there and you see a giant mound of like assorted coins, like like the comical sort of pile of dragon treasure. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. So there is a lootable object here. I've made it. I call it dragon's horde. So you can see the lootable object. Uh, Thousands upon thousands of copper. Thousands of silver, hundreds of gold, and, you know, a a smattering of interesting objects and things that he's collected over the years. The most Uh, interesting of which is a sort of blade that was described to you by Quara when she was telling you about the Erdefens and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. 
she talked about the blade that slayed her father or, you know, the blade of her enemy that she wanted for her own personal collection. Uh, the way she described it, it looks like it's lying here in this horde. Dragon got the freaking Erdofin leader. Um, There's a lot of treasure in here. Mm. As I see everyone rushing up, did someone grab the lens? And uh, you see how, like, struggling to carry this thing, like pushing it from the back and his feet are slipping out in the mud and he's dragging and pulling it. It's really heavy. It is freaking heavy. What is it? Three? Is it three? It's three. It's bulk. Yeah, it's three. Holy and the crap. thing the thing that makes it bulky is the size is one thing and the heft of it. But the thing that makes it hard to handle is that the edges of this one, Hal, are very sharp. So as you grab it by the edges and try to drag it, it's constantly like cutting the edges of your hands. You oh. know, like it it hurts just to, to hold like not damage hurts, but like it's sharp. Right. Like paper cuts. Yeah. I don't know why I get this picture Mukta in all that gold swimming on his back. <laughs> Mukta, Mukta, actually, uh, you got you all can keep the coin. Uh, do you mind? Then he's holding what? the mummified bat, the moonstone, and the the gem, the barrel. You 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 still deserve this coin too, Mukta. Hell of a battle. Sure, sure. Uh, but uh, can I keep these three? <laughs> I'm okay with it as long as well, let's uh, wait for Hal. Alarmity is good. Hal, do you need Hal, any help? Hal, do you oh, want the bat? Was, do you want the mummified was, bat? I thought he was up by us by now. I can't hear you. Hang You're on. probably whispering. I'm sorry. I was pushing I, this stone. It was really heavy. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, bat? Why would you want the bat? That's gross. It's probably so cool in the mud. Mummified. No, that's disgusting. Why you <laughs> think that? Oh, rats like bats, or bats bats like rats. Well, anyways, um, I can't carry this no more. Lara, would you want to carry this? Oh yeah. This is uh, amazing. How this whole flying thing. I feel so weightless. You look like you were having a lot of fun up there, except for when the dragon hit you. You did not look like you were having fun then. But most of the time, you look like you enjoyed flying. I, I really did. Also, do you guys notice this sword? It looks very similar to mm. what uh, Quora was talking about. I think it is magical. Like... I'm sure it is. Uh, this is probably the sword she was talking about. I think she'd appreciate. I, I, I don't know yeah. if she would appreciate. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the lens. I think we should take it back to her. Is Does this so. look like the emerald lens? It does have an emerald type it color does. to it and the size that kind of fits it. It describes very, it matches the description that you guys would expect to be this oversized green lens. Yeah. This was the lens that the elephants were supposed to have. Yes. If the lens is here and that sword is here, I think I might know what happened to uh, mm -hmm. the elephant leader. In that moment, right. there's like a cutaway, and uh, on the other side of the caverns, you see like a drow scouting party that's like checking on like the Erdefens, right? And all they, they like look and they realize there's no one on guard, and one of them like kind of walks up towards the entrance, and inside you just see like corpses upon corpses of the Erdefens just completely mauled, charred with acid, slashed everything in there. They just look completely dead. Oh, and wow. like scrawled in the wall, it just says like in blood, like Belcora lives. Hang on, but didn't Cora say that 
the gem that her father was carrying would be in here too, so there'd be two in here? No, they think that might... That's probably in the lake. Oh. Uh, well, we'd, we'd we still think have it might to go swimming. Yes, that was the lake near the vault. That's where they were going. That's where the last known location of the drow lens was. So, and because you guys critically succeeded, <laughs> and because you critically succeeded on your sort of uh, check earlier, uh, the the drow actually got a, a party together to go look in the lake for it while you guys are off fighting the dragon. Yeah, he's got a. I think uh, I think that last last bit of magic. <laughs> Those biting words and magic missile put a strain on his voice, just like last time. Mm-hmm. Happens, yeah. So? All right. All right. Uh, so, um, divvy up the treasure as needed. I mean, it's a lot of coin. Yeah. I, don't... I divided it by four. I took my part. Um, the gold glob, golden globet. Golden goblet. Who wants to take Will that? You take it. I Hang on a second. Let me see how I feel about carrying all of these. Um... A spirit blast. I mean, do we need the copper? We can, we can, we can just tell the drow that they can take the copper. Also, like one of the uh, superstitions that Ankor told me was that if we actually start taking yeah, the dragon's coin, we might get its greed. Not being as greedy as the dragon, she called it like a dragon's curse. Oh. I would definitely not want to be afflicted with that. Uh, what? <laughs> Have you stolen from a dragon's <laughs> lord? I can neither confirm nor deny okay. any suspicious activities Mokta, we've involving all, any dragons. <laughs> we've almost died together multiple times. I think you, you could. I think we've had that. Le- we have that like level That's of intimacy I- that could equate to like true honesty. That's exactly what a spy for that dragon would say. What? What are you talking about? Are you okay? Nothing and I scurry off with my treasure. <laughs> yep. Alright. Let, <coughs> let me go ahead and carry this <coughs> gem and the sword and some of the other stuff. Yeah. Clovis is, is like so almost... Give all, give all the copper to the drow you said? <laughs> they could. Bad, bad idea. Clovis uh, is carrying so much. By the way, he's got a sack of coin dragging through the mud. He's got yeah. like 10 <laughs> encumbrance over the max 11 he could have. Like he is so weighed down. He is like beyond. Oh, wait, who? Mo- Mukta? No, Clovis. Oh. Yeah. He took all. Or he took a bunch of the coins. Well. Yeah, I put the copper back. I, I could still carry like a okay. good amount of, of stuff. I just have to figure out. How to, how to move it in my backpack. Yeah. Spirit blast. Hello, how are you? Oh. Oh. Oh, that took you a bit. Do you need help with that gem? How? Uh, yes, here. Why don't you take it? Uh, I will trade oh. it to Nalara via the trade character. It's, it's pretty big. Because the sides are really sharp. <clears throat> Sorry, that hurt someone a little much when I sing so high. Uh it I, killed him. Is, is anybody going to take this cup? No, okay. I'm putting it in my pocket. Uh, Nulara, do you want this little shield? It's kind of cute. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll take it. And 
Who wants that striking mace? Anybody use it? I mean, if we are not going to use it, we could always give it to the drow. True. Or we can yeah. sell it for my fortune so I can get uh, my beloved back. Oh, that too. <clears throat> I mean, you can we carry it then, Hal. I'm not carrying that thing. But um, I'll, I'll I don't think it. I can use this scroll. I think uh, either Hal or... I think only Hal can use it. Or Yep, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Is that this fine? Take it, Hal Armini. Spirit yep. Blast. All right, uh, I took uh, some of these gold pieces. Who wants to take all the silver? I can take some of it. Yeah, I took some of it. There's still 220 gold left. Who uh, who wants that? Or who hasn't gotten any gold yet? I haven't. You take these silver pieces, Clovis? Uh, Yes, I did. I just left a copper uh, mutas and leave it for the drows. I mean, it's a lot of copper that you carry around and... I mean, usually I don't even bother with copper. I don't even know why they still mint the stuff. I've heard it's actually, it costs more to actually mint a copper piece than the copper is worth. Can you believe that? But we still make it. Stupid, huh? All right. uh, I took some silver. I'm not sure if I want to take all that copper. Is that like 43 gold? No, thanks. Nulara, grab that gold. Don't leave it. If you don't want it, I'll take it. Okay, never mind. I mean, I could just carry it around and then we could divvy it up once we get back to to the If if you could do that, you would help me because I am really heavy right now, so. Yes, I mean, I could carry a bunch still. I mean, I'm a little bit slower, but I have my bracelet. Like, the same, kind of. Do you guys really want to consider bringing all these copper pieces? No, I'm going to leave no. it for the drows, as Mukta said. Uh, and this, should we leave the rest of this silver too, or Nulari, you want to take the silver? It's up to you guys. I mean, I I'll don't take really... the silver. If nobody wants the silver, I'm going to take some. Like, like it. carry it? Do you want to carry it? I could carry it for us. And then, like I said, we could always divvy up. I, I, I could give it back. There is 500 more gold pieces that just showed up from from nowhere. Yeah, I just, I just put it there, but my encumber didn't change, so I don't know. Maybe it you matter. took 500 gold pieces while we weren't no, looking. No, no, no. <laughs> they put it no, down. No, 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 no. I had, already had gold. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I took. I I divided it by four and took my my point, my mm, par- portion, which coins, was like two twenty. Coins. Mm-hmm. But when she said she could carry it, I thought it would help my encumberment. Only but a it thousand. Didn't. So yeah, so nine hundred ninety nine coins technically weighs nothing, and then once you add the thousand, yeah. Coins, so it must be my bulk. silver that's killing me, All right? So let me try. How my much silver. silver do you have? Two thousand. Uh, two thousand six hundred eighty three. Because I had some Yes. Okay, I'm gonna move that. Two thousand. You don't. Oh need yeah, the, that works. Keep... That's my encumberment. Okay, yeah, now you're you're good. Yep. So if you can, but, uh, if you can carry my uh, my three thousand three hundred sixty six silver in the lar, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, just that's not that much. Just for... I'm counting up one. Two, well, that's the other thing, right? This, this mounted treasure isn't like neatly sorted, so you guys are like digging through to find the gold pieces and the silver. Hey, Mushy's in there too. He's got his little stick fingers. He's like, one, yeah, but it's just two. funny. You guys have to sort through the like, treasure and find it. I'm Mushy. Well, just remind me of how much you, how much silver pieces you have. Yeah, it's whatever. I mean, we're all in this together. So that- whatever. Whoever can you? When we go buy stuff, whoever can use this stuff to make us stronger and better is what we do. 
I think this music is making us like. I know, I'm trying to. <laughs> no, 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 it's making me like want to say a bunch of jokes. Oh, this is making me very like mellow oh. and calm. Like, Mukta, since mm-hmm. you know so much about the dragon, is there anything you want to take from it? Like a tooth, a hang around a necklace or something, or a talon or something like that? Maybe like um, oh, you can cool. get like an upgrade from Bobus's Drake armor, you know, like. I mean, I'd have to pull out a tooth that's kind of gross. Is I mean, I'd rather take its, its shiny jewels. <laughs> and oh, I'm just oh. looking at I'm just looking at the bat and jewels, like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, Clovis. I would like some of that skin. I would like some of that skin, but it's all melted off. It's, I thought it would be good, but uh, I, I, so Clovis goes over and pulls out a tooth and walks over and hands it to Mukta. Here you go, Mukta. So you can you can uh, if you'd like you can attempt to harvest and make sure you don't accidentally impale yourself and have the aesthetic dragon saliva inject into you clothes. Oh shit, maybe I should leave it. I mean, do you want if it, I mean, do you want yeah, me right. to get stuff from it? I can try to get stuff from it. But what what kind of check is that? I say to the voiceless god in the sky. I was trying to look and see if there's actual like rules. I remember so like it's it's interesting cuz like certain creatures like especially I remember when we fought the Scalathrax, you know? It, like, gives you, like, rules in the character stat blocks to harvest this check and this and that. But as a general rule, I don't see anything on, like, what it takes to harvest from a dragon, which kind of surprises me. Yeah, it's a free borrow. We just pulled a tooth out. So, to harvest, I mean, to harvest from a Scalathrax, to harvest the oil, it was a crafting check. Because you were kind of trying to harvest. So, I don't know. What would it be? What are you trying to harvest here? What do you guys want? I'm... Uh, well, why don't you take the skin? Maybe uh, Clovis can get a grown-up drake skin and take its uh, blood and its eyeballs and its fingernails yeah. and uh, the teeth and Ooh. the dragon the brains. The teeth we can make. I mean, this this is this is going to take me a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got time. Wouldn't it be cool if we all had a matching dragon tooth uh, necklace around our? I think so. Oh, that's so true. We walk up, people would be like, "Oh shit, they." How big are these dragon's teeth, by the way? I mean, it's a large creature, so it's not super crazy huge, right? This isn't as big as dragons can get. So each tooth is probably somewhere in the neighborhood, like 9 to 10 inches. Ask Nilara, I bit her in the ass a couple times. Nilara, so one tooth like, is like in your shield still. <laughs> so one tooth for Mukta would be like... <laughs> look yeah. like a... It depends on how much you file it down, right? Yeah. Okay, for the like the bigger teeth. Well, you know, I'm talking when I say the big teeth, that's the biggest teeth, right? Not all the teeth are quite that big. You could go for a smaller tooth. Just give me a cra- a general crafting check. Or actually, so so there's two checks, right? One to sort of figure out the best way to harvest it, and then another check. So who wants to be in charge of, you know, doing the the check to, you know, the is it survival? Is that what they call it? We haven't done one in a while. Let me look at the proficiencies real quick. Yeah, so who somebody can do a survival check or a lore check or a nature check to show the best. I can do way a nature to, check to extract the teeth. Yeah, you guys want me to do the nature check? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, so go ahead and make a nature check, Clovis. I mean, nine on the dice, okay. twenty-eight total. Um, I'm gonna say that that's probably good enough for success. So that give you a plus one. It's like an aid, right? So a plus one to your check, Clovis or Mukta from Clovis. All right. To extract a tooth, it's not that hard, right? DC five. 
I mean, let's say DC 20 crafting check. I don't know if that's possible to fail. Maybe if you critically fail. Never say never when Mukta's involved. You already got that's it. That's plus in there. one. So you spend some time and you have a hard time dislocating the teeth from the skull, right? Like, it's it's not just as easy as popping it out, right? Uh, and Clo- Clovis is micromanaging you. Like, no, no, right in there, right? But, like, you can't seem to pop it loose. And, you know, you spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes unsuccessfully extracting any teeth. At this point, it, it's 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 less of will you get it and it's more of how much time is going to be spent getting it, right? Yeah. yeah did you, oh, does he have to beat a 20 or 20 or higher? He needs to beat a 20 or higher. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had plus one for my... It's already included, it's already in included. Oh, it is included in that. Yeah. Shit. That's why it says circumstance bonus plus one. Got it. Got it. Foundry, by the way, took care of that automatically. Uh, yeah, I see Thank that you, now. So if you want to keep going, it's just another, you know, another 15 minute increment of time to harvest more. I, uh, do you, how badly do you want these? I, and I kind of just like look at my hands covered in the dragon mucus and like wipe them off on Clovis. Uh, 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 maybe, maybe like uh, Hal Lomerty said, the skin would be good if I could uh, get some better armor. You want maybe me to skin this thing? Maybe that'd be worth <laughs> It'd be worth more uh, more time on that than the teeth, maybe. Teeth aren't going to do nothing. I... To skin the whole thing, you're probably talking like hours of time. It's going to be hours of time and very careful. Like in failure on on de-skinning, it could result in like kind of damaging the final product, right? Teeth, you know, you yank them out, but the scales to like cut in perfectly to get enough off. Depends on how much you're trying to extract from the dragon scales. Enough for uh, armor for me. Right. All right. You want to uh, tell me where to cut here, Clovis? Give me uh, another nature check, Clovis. 35. That's a critical success. So you can take a plus two on your your thing. To extract, I'm going to say it's a DC 30 to extract. Uh, DC 25 to extract a usable amount. And then the higher you get, the more usable material you'll get. All right, come on, come on Tanner. Come both. on, come on, come on. Your magic number for the come night. On. <laughs> 26. That did it. All right, so, ten. After, <laughs> yep, it, so 26, <laughs> that's a success. So after after an hour and a half of work, you've extracted enough dragon scales <sighs> to basically cut out a piece that's usable enough <sighs> to like cover what you estimate is enough to cover like one medium humanoid creature. My hand is started... Good job, Muka. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, great. My hands started to cramp. (laughs) Do you know how difficult it is to hold a dagger like that for that long? No, I don't. I I don't hold daggers. Never have held a dagger. There's got to be. All right. There's got to be. Here's the scales. You can can carry them. (laughs) I uh, much, much appreciate that. There's got to be rules specifically about how much skills are worth and what can you build them and yeah. stuff, right? What? Rules? Nah, Pathfinder doesn't have that many rules. Right, right. there can't be that many rules in Pathfinder. <laughs> All right. And while some of this is going on, I can take uh, 10 minutes to refocus? Uh, I'll allow you to, to spend 10 minutes of these hours that have gone by refocusing, yeah. All right. Same with Hal and stuff. I'm going to look it up later to see what it is. But yeah, you, you have extracted a decent amount of... Of um, dragon scales. Now you just need to have it crafted or sell it off or yep. something. No, we want to craft it. Is there any bit of, is there any like 
clear water nearby or is it all like murky and gross? Everything here is mostly like muddy. Now, if you go down the tunnels to the east a bit, um, it starts getting thicker water. It's not clear by any means, but at least it's flowing water. Do I have uh, any water in my water skin? Probably. I'm going to just wash my hands. Okay. <laughs> so you fold up your, you know, three bulk worth of dragon it's scale. smell like dragon for days. <laughs> While they were skinning the dragon, I'm going to go to Hal. And then I'm just going to ask, Hal, could you um, maybe teach me how to say, um, you know, this is the sword that killed your father in Undercommon? Or Elvish? Or Quora? Uh, Elvis, not so much. But uh, undercommon, of course, I could help you. But uh, what, what are you trying to? What are you trying to say? I, Maybe I, I can, like, well, this is the sword that killed your father. That's not so much. Like, well, I mean, I'm not very um, my name flowery is with, with my words. Yeah. yeah, my name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Well, to die. Right, to die. I mean, I I just think that you know she might appreciate. She might feel some vindication after seeing this sword that father. Okay. I will uh, take Nolara aside and like give her a nice speech about uh, how she slayed I mean, the dragon not and too, recaptured not too the sword. And um, she wanted to present it back to her people, particularly to uh, Quara. Wink, wink. That uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, she would take some gratitude in her that. So I will make up the speech. Uh, and uh, at the end, I will add, uh, can we have dinner later? In oh, I, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, so here, here, here's what I'm going to do. There's not really a great role for this, but I will have you make a role later to see how well you convey everything that Hal taught you. And you will get, <laughs> you will get a bonus... Because Hal's teaching you, and the bonus that you get will probably be based on... What you should do is you should paint some of the characters on your arm so you can remember <laughs> them. I'm that honestly caring wrong. so much right now. I'm actually... I'm Nolara's, like, hunched back <laughs> with and all you this have to stuff. just hum to yourself, please bring honor to Hal, us all. are you an expert in diplomacy? <laughs> I, I can use... Uh, well, I am an expert in diplomacy, but I can use performance for diplomacy as well. Yeah. yeah. I am trained because, in diplomacy. Sorry. I'm just uh, looking there. Oh, you're not expert in Okay. Because there's, there's use, the... Sorry, good. I can use performance in place of diplomacy. Actually, it does, even though it's it's misnamed, there's an, a, there's an activity called follow the expert, which says if you're bad mm. at something and somebody's yep. good at it, you take their lead and they help you, right? But it, I thought uh, I thought it had, they had to be expert. But looking at it, it doesn't say that you have to be expert. It's just coincidentally named, right? So, in that way, I think if they're an expert, you get extra bonuses. That's all. Possibly, and it might depend on the. So, yeah. So, what is what does follow the expert mechanically give you? More on follow the expert, like a plus, like instead of taking my. Modified. Yeah, so you get a plus two if they're an expert, plus three if they're master, plus four if they're legendary. Does it say that under the the rule of it? Oh yeah. Okay. If you yeah, if you click on follow. Yeah, that, yeah sorry, that's, yeah. I was looking at the the rule, but not the. I was looking. Yeah, I wasn't looking at the action. So, oh, yeah, the alley must be at least an expert in that skill. But you are an expert in performance, and you can use performance for diplomacy. So, I think what will happen is as as you've been working with her on this, and as 
Nulara goes to say this, you'd be in the background sort of like, like strumming along and just helping her like remember her lines, right? Okay. So you are a master or what are you in performance? Expert. Master, right? You're an expert in performance? Master, master, master. Yep. So Master, so plus three. So, and you're level nine now. So Nulara's going to get a plus nine because you're level nine in addition to the plus three because you're a master. So you, wow. her following your expert is going to give her a plus 12 to her diplomacy check. Not bad. Whoa, so instead of her own bonus, she gets a plus 12. <laughs> yeah, so instead of your plus one, you get a plus 12 because you're following Hal's lead. Yeah, that's very cool. But it's still going to come down to a roll. So unless you guys are, have anything else you want to do here, I'll fast forward and like crossfade to you guys back at the drow. And I'm just going to whistle for uh, our audience member, oh, the drow, and uh, tell him another comment. Uh, you might want to tell uh, your people that uh, there's the dragon's horde for you. Uh, it's full of copper. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they'll take it, man. They weren't expecting anything, right? Nope. So uh, uh, they can harvest the rest of the dragon too if they want. Yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, they are really like sort of touched and, and surprised, and and he's been watching in amazement as as this fight kind of went on because he spent the whole time hiding behind the like mushroom, just like jaw drop, like every time. Like he's you guys are almost lost, and he's like starting to be like, oh, okay, well, and I got to get back, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it all fell together, and he's just mm-hmm. jaw like, and for he's a believer, like he's like when somebody watches the Neo, and he's like, you're the one. Right <laughs> now, he believes that you guys can stop Belcora, right? He's a believer. That's pretty cool. So yeah, so we cut back, and then we're back at the base, and Quara's there. Her bodyguard is still stoically, like just mean, mugging you guys. And um, it worked. It worked. <laughs> Your arrow worked. <laughs> One eyebrow just barely goes up. Like, <laughs> well, of course it did, but doesn't try as well. Yeah, tries to hide it, but doesn't do a very good job. Like, you can see through the... the You see the surprise on this stoic warrior's face. And, right, you guys are here, and she's, like, asking, and then the drow is just, like, they did, like going around just telling everyone, the, the Ravarex is dead, right? You guys are dragged back this large, like, ochre lens. Uh, no, sorry, emerald lens. Which, by the way, Nulara, as you've been carrying it around, it, it's trying to, like, connect with you and invest in and it wants to make that connection. It wants to meld with you, like the last lens did. I will let it. <laughs> you will let it? Yeah. Okay, so on I the saw walk- it heal the dude. Yep, on the way back, as, as you're walking back, you make the connection with the lens, you invest with it. As you invest with it, and as it connects with you, you watch, everyone watches as Nulara kind of develops a waxy coat and a waxy sheen all over her body. Like Ravarex had. It almost looks like you have a layer of like thick wax (laughs) over every square part of your face, your hands. So you look like a Madame Tussauds version (laughs) of Nulata. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It looks uh, looks a lot different than that mark you had on. (laughs) What do you mean? Why are you guys looking? Right. And then um, as you do that, you can feel like something changes that in Nulara. Um, So you at this point have gained... Um, from this thing, you've gained uh, negative healing, which means <laughs> if po- if like positive energy flows into you, it hurts you now. <laughs> oh, jeez! But if someone targets you with a harm spell, you get healed extra 
from the bond with the emerald lens. Would I would I be able to understand this myself? Something feels off to you, yeah. Okay, because I want to explain that too. Like, Clovis, um, especially since he has all that light and yeah. good spells, you know? Everything kind of like gets for, like you feel like your connection that a little warm spark that's inside of you that's been driving you Lara cools a bit gets a little more distant and it affects you become a little um uh no I guess it's just that it's just the the the, the visible appearance and the negative healing trait so you can explain that if, if you were to be targeted by a positive heal it would hurt you much like an undead would be hurt oh I will be like a real zombie now that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, yeah, that's that's pretty true. Wow. Mm -hmm. You come full circle. Now Nulara's a real zombie. Uh, Nulara. Yeah. Did you eat any of the mushrooms along the way? On our way back? No, not really. Why? You're, you're having a bit of a reaction or something. What do you mean? And then I'm practicing what Hal was teaching me earlier. <laughs> uh I don't know. Uh, can I ask uh, them if they have anybody down here that could uh, make this dragon scale into armor for me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. we'll so I mean, I can just tell you like right away. Like you can craft. They they have crafters that live down here that they can try to craft. It's not their specialty. They will have to make a crafting check. Working with dragon scales is like a really hard material. So. Chan they can try. Chances are for them to be successful, they're going to have to get really lucky with their rolls. However, on top of all of that, just like everything else in Pathfinder, it takes four days to craft something. Okay. So they can start maybe crafting you, it. It'll take four go, days to even have an attempt at go up to craft. The, yeah. Maybe we it's, We haven't... How long have we been down here now? Since... Hmm? I mean, we spent at least two nights right. down here. I think it's been two nights since you were on the surface. Should we yeah. head back maybe, up? Maybe I should go see my druid friend. Oh wait, um, if you guys don't mind, I'd I'd like to at least give some of the stuff that we. Yeah, so I I just wanted to like do that off to the side, but we'll get to mm -hmm. like the final the main scene. So so Nular's here. Quara wants to know what's going on. There's a buzz in the room in the in Yuzlaris uh, as people are excited that you guys have returned. You've brought the crystal back. Um. And you kind of uh, walk into the room where Quara's there, the stoic look, and Mukta's like, I did it, the arrow worked. And they're like, yeah. And then she she kind of eyes the sort of, like, blade, right? It's like a, they call it like a Roka blade. It's, it's almost like a kind of blade where there's, like, two parallel blades that come out with, like, a little, like, hollow space in the middle. And she recognizes instantly what this blade is. And she looks up at you. And I do my best to say the speech that Hal gave me. Why don't you give me a diploma, like a diplomacy check, which can be a D twenty roll, and you add twelve because we calculated the twelve from how helping you. Diplomacy. Yeah, and this is more. It's, it's less of like how much you're going to impress her, and more how well is your undercommon sort of prep. I look at how real quick. How's in the back strumming along and mouthing the words right and like walking you we, there's a flashback as he walks you through like each phrase to say and make sure that you can say it properly oh that's a 30 that's a critical success nice Ooh. i have no idea what i'm saying but i'm saying it with so a 
Yeah. Yeah. How, it's how, what, we kind of walked through what you said, but the last things, especially where you ask her out to dinner, no, you see a confused, a little bit of a taken aback, confused look on her face. And in under comment, she, she adds, you know, I, I accept the blade of my enemy, but unfortunately a woman in my position can't date freely. As she like reaches out and takes the blade mm. from you. But then she like leans in and just gives you like a kiss on the cheek. What did you make me say? <laughs> I am gonna like book this like in a like that's the wax like it's like all over her lips now. Yeah. And I'm just Mukta's just not going to say anything. <laughs> She's like wipes mm. her lips off a little bit. Like I'm sorry. And it so so she she tells you like you know like for bringing this back to me like you know we're in your debt like even more than we already were uh she goes to like her personal sort of like collection of stuff and she pulls out three things to give you right one is it's it's a bracelet and i'll, I'll have to add it to your character sheet later because <laughs> i don't think i have it ready to go but she has a bracelet that is covered in gold and opal and within it, it it's almost like inlaid with like elven script and she she lets you know, I mean, through your interpreters or whatever, that it's it's sort of like a bracelet that belonged to her. It was, her father owned it. It was her mother's bracelet, and it passed to her when he passed. And for bringing the blade back and defeating her enemy, she offers you this bracelet. So she gives you the opal bracelet that she had. <laughs> and the key to her. And... <laughs> Uh, she she lets Mukta. She tells Mukta that he can keep the cloak that he loaned, uh, that it was loaned for the, the elven cloak and stuff. Yours to keep one hundred percent. And she offers you guys a second set, another set of elven cloak and boots. If anyone would like to take another set of that, so those are the three things that she rewards her with for bringing her the blade back. I mean, who wants to be matching buddies? I and don't. The last thing that she brings back, brings out, um, you can see like in the back, like the, the twins are very like silent watching over it. And then one of them's like, <clears throat> and she looks up and she's right, right. While we were on our mission, while you guys were gone for your hours and hours upon. Did, did the dragon fight last hours? Really? We'll, we'll figure that out later. But while you were gone that long, we recovered something. And she motions and they like kind of like pull this like cloth and you see the ochre lens sitting there oh. in the table with them. Great job, guys. It was great job. It was in the muddy banks of one of the islands in the lake. We were able to f find it pretty quick with the tech magic once we knew we were looking. We only lost three soldiers retrieving it, but... All in all, I believe this is the last key to the puzzle. And she offers you guys the ochre emerald lens. Should we head back to the vault? Wasn't yeah. it her vault? Wasn't it Bokora's vault, though? Yeah, but we have the key. She's a ghost. She could pass through. Do we need that for... Do we need that? Do we need to go in there for anything? I thought that it was just for carrying stuff around. We don't need that no more, right? Yeah. We can just I mean, like, we can, push it into her like we did before. It would require like at least each one of us to carry a gem. 
There's only two left, right? Oh. I, added, I added the... Uh, the I see what you're saying. The, the ochre fulcrum lens to your inventory, Nular. So you guys can figure out what you want to do with it. So what you're saying is we what should get that uh, carrier and carry it around since we have three. Well, two now, right? We mm, uh, Maybe. No, three, right? That other one we've already... It's... Yeah, we put. I, I, I put it on her. She absorbed it already. It's already done. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So just to recap, because oh, it's been totally a few weeks. There's four lenses in total. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, three that you guys knew the locations of, right? Uh, the the, the e bomb lens, the crimson one, which you already injected into her. Yep. The uh, emerald and ochre lenses, which you now have in your possession. Yeah, I gotta be careful. Wait, wait, which yes. one? Which one? Which, 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 which one? <laughs> the ochre lens <laughs> and the emerald lens are now in your possession, which still need to okay. be invested in her. And from what you read in her diary, when you found deep in the vault, is that the fourth lens was the Ebon lens, which she was going to keep and use herself and take it down into oh. uh, the the shrine of Nimbaloth, uh, the empty vault to. itself. Yep. And that's where she was going to keep it. So it sounded like from what you gathered in reading that she may have already used this on herself while she was alive. Mm. So if that's the case oh. and it's still inside of her, realistically, all you need to do to finish her off, if it works, is inject these last two. two gems in her. With the lens holder thing, right? It's like a- Does that focus them as well or no? It just It gives you a way to put all the lenses into one staff, right? It reduces the bulk to two flat bulk no matter how many lenses you're carrying so part of the bulk of the emerald lens being three is that it's so big and unwieldy and sharp right Mm -hmm. so if you put the emerald the ochre the crimson all of that in the fulcrum lattice it's only two bulk for you to carry no matter how many lenses are in it also Mm -hmm. when you make the the attack to sort of force it into belcora the fulcrum lattice allows you to use the highest bonus of all the gems because each gem has its own bonus to the attack roll so -hmm. whatever the strongest bonus you have it can use that for all of the gems, or all the lenses. So we still have to do it tw- two more times. You still, yeah, you can't just like double up and do it all, but you, yeah, you yeah. can still, you can focus it into one. It's still worth object. it, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah. It makes it easier to carry all these lenses around, number one, but it does require someone to mm-hmm. carry it around in the sort of this unwieldy. Yeah, I remember it, it was this huge thing. Yeah. It's like... It's big enough that this this big lens you have fits into it, right? It's but it, it's too bulk. It's built in a way that even though it's we un, like kind of bulky, you can kind of strap it, you know, to your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still only takes too bulk, no matter how you. Go. It's got the roller on it, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> they invented the little rolly wheel thing. So mm-hmm. so it's not required to use that by any means. It just gives you an option and a way to focus all the the lenses into one place. And I like our, the its original intention was to allow all the lenses to be installed into the gauntlet, which would extend its range from here all the way to Absalom once it was installed. Shit, I just read this mummified bat. I thought it was just a bat. Oh, it's an actual talisman, yeah. So is the iron defender thing. They're, so talismans are like consumable objects, kind of like the little <laughs> Otari one. So you like wear it and then you activate it right before you do something. Hmm. Uh, do you, would you guys be comfortable leaving the uh, lenses here while we no. go upside? Oh no! Well, no. yeah. Not that, not that I, uh, not that I don't trust people here, but I'm, I don't trust Belcora not to come back right. and 
wreak havoc. Yep. For them. Uh, agreed with that. Well, at the moment, I could still, I could still carry everything. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be slow. So we go get the lettuce, and then we go uh, to uh, the dogs, and then we go to the town and get a hot bath. We could, but do you? When we get out of sure the uh, light, you, how, what? Are you going to melt in the hot bath? What do you? I don't <laughs> think so. You look like you're going to melt in the hot bath. I think it's. I think it's one of the lenses. It's. It's this sharp one that we just got from the dragon. I mean, maybe after a nap, uh, I wouldn't be feeling it anymore. Or like when we put it in the lattice. But uh, yeah, uh, back to what I was going to tell Hal. <laughs> it's like w when we uh, get out of the uh, lighthouse, do you want to store it in the um, mausoleum? But I huh. think it'd be too conspicuous if you if we bring it to yep. the town. Yeah, yeah. Right. I would agree it's on way. Well, that court sort of. Yeah, I think it's the um, I think it's the lens, Mokta. Also, like I feel that if someone tries and like makes me feel better, I'm actually gonna like get hurt from it. <laughs> I don't know. You are a great person. Well, not that. How does that feel? I, I don't know, uh, oh. Clovis. Could I try one of your good berries? Sure. Is it is that like positive? So I, yes. So I cast good berry. Okay. And five give it berries. Give her, I just give her one of the yeah, yeah. one of the berries. five berries of here. You hand her one. I start wheezing. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. you eat it, and the normal the normally refreshing berry juice that would heal you actually it feels like battery acid going down your throat and it hurts. Her lips melting down. This is not amazing, and this usually does taste amazing. Why does your lip? Why is your lip melting? I really think it looks like it's dripping. I really think it's the lens. But did you cast acid berry instead of good berry or bad berry? This is Wait, not good. You can cast acid berry. Oh, <laughs> Ow, you weren't supposed to tell him. Oh, sorry, no, I, I made sure I cast the right berry this time. Um, been holding out on me. We need uh, we need to be able to heal you, Nalara. Yeah, I think it's the lens, but like I said, <clears throat> I think it's not. Yeah, we just have to put in the lattice, and then okay. once it's in the, on the lattice, it's it won't it wouldn't be on me anymore. Okay, yeah. Let's, we better get there then. So stop by the vaults. Yep. On our Definitely. way out. Yep. So you guys gather up your things, you know, say goodbye to Yildaris as you go to return to the surface. It's been two days, two and a half days or so, two nights at least, and then some days on either side of those two nights uh, down here. Um, and you guys take the long trek back up through all the levels of the Abomination Vaults that you have been through so far and... In the interest of time, you make it back without <laughs> any sort of like because like think about it, right? Like if you're really doing it, you're going from here. You have to go back up mm -hmm. one floor, lots of levels. Right? Run through the the spider infested. There's so let's just do this as a montage, <laughs> right? First thing first, giant spider that's on the ceiling shooting webs at you as you haul ass carrying yeah. all the like coinage like being dragged behind you, right? We drop a couple as we run. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right? Through some like uh, the 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 mushroom jungle back in past the cave where the creature and the whispers were back up the gauntlet and uh okay, at this point, right? As you pass back up the gauntlet, there's that weird indentation 
that you saw Belcora pass through multiple times. Mm. Now that you have all these in your possession, as you, you stop as you're going by and just realize that the shape seems to match the shape of the emerald, like of the lenses themselves, like the, the curvature and the size. It feels like if you took one of these lenses and just pressed it into the indentation, it would match up. Do you open it? I, I was like, should we do it? No. This must be where they align it, and this is how she would shoot to be able. It's like the outside of a curved wall, so it's it seems weird, right? Maybe that's how she's going to be able to get this light from the lighthouse to go to all the towns. Makes sense. I don't think you want to help her by putting it in there. Can I make any sort of perception check, kind of like tap with the handle of my dagger along the wall mm -hmm. to see if like it's solid or if there's perhaps right. something behind it? Yeah, so mm -hmm. you give it like a tap, tap, tap. Uh, it feels completely solid. Why don't you make an arcana check for me, though? Now that you are the resident arcana master. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 21. Yeah, uh, not much gain from this. That's a plus 17, but a four on the dice, 21 total, is mm -hmm. not quite enough to ascertain anything of the I'll give magical. you my hero Maybe point. there's a magical nature, maybe there's not, but you're not able to ascertain it. I mean, this is something we want to deal with right now, maybe on our way back. Yeah. You just file away the knowledge. Been down here a couple of days. We'll come back. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready for a bath. Clovis, mm. you definitely need a bath. Oh, yeah. Back up the spiral staircase, and that spiral staircase takes you three levels. You go through the prison level, through the the laboratory level where, you know, you fought Jafaki, up one more level to the sort of um, arena level. Then from there, up the big giant staircase into Belcora, sort of hallway of, like, past adventures that she's beaten, right? all the wisps kind of floating in the shrine in Nimbaloth through the secret passage into the dining room from the dining room up to the book, uh, to the library from the library up to the servants quarters from the servants quarters up. And finally, after all this long trek and like basically like an hour and a half, two hours of like, like constant moving and being careful and making sure nothing hurts you. And there are some things that jump out, but you guys easily dispatch it. The threats on this level, you guys are so cohesive now, they can't hurt you guys anymore. And you finally emerge with like the sunlight just about to go down, and the, the sun hits your eyes, and you've made it back to the surface, back to Otari, or back to the you know the ruins mm -hmm. of Gauntlet on the outskirts of Otari. And I think you guys begin marching your way back to town, to the mausoleum, to put all the things away, and... As you guys kind of march, we kind of fade to black, and that's the end of tonight's episode of Dragon!